A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine, located at 845 State Road 207, or give them a call at 217-3778, or visit whalenbaymarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Welcome to the Nimic Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. I'm Captain Kevin Favor sitting in with Captain Scott Shank. That's this me. This morning, Captain Kirk Waltz and Chris Wayne spinning the hits. Indeed. And making them. Right? Yeah, that's right. And making them. Yeah, good morning. Darn yeah. tootin'. So, how, <laughs> I, I, I got to ask you guys something. Yeah. So, I went to my Georgia property on Memorial Day weekend. Okay. And <clears throat> myself and... Uh, Mullethead, a.k.a. Paul Gallup, met me up there. And Memorial Day weekend now. Right. It was it was literally in the 50s. I was wearing a jacket right. and jeans. Uh. God, how I longed for those days. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, man. It's been pretty hot this week. It, it's it's um, when you when – because you, I, I, I have what's, what's called a ribbon palm um, – in my backyard, and it's great. It's a great wind indicator, mm-hmm. you know, and it's the first thing that I look at every morning when I get up there. And it, and when it's just tickling, in early morning, and it you can see it's either out of the south or southwest. You're just like, oh man, this is gonna be tough. Yep. And uh, it, it's 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 been a tough week. I mean, when, about ten o'clock, Kirk, yeah. sucks, doesn't it? It's uh, you start to feel it. <clears throat> I know uh, when I got home yesterday. After cleaning the fish and doing what I, you know, you got to stop and fill the boat up with gas again and power wash. I go by the car wash a lot Mm because this time of year you're gaffing fish and blood's all over the place. And even though I've got a rinse down unit in the boat, you know, Scott. That's where we have the advantage of Comanche Cove. Yeah. I just go by the car wash and for six bucks I can power wash my boat and it looks like it's brand new. And by the time I got home yesterday, it's 3.30, you know, pushing four o'clock and I'm, I'm washed out. Oh, done. Yeah, and I still haven't unloaded the boat. Right, yet. I know. I still got rods in there, and <laughs> I've got bait left in the ice, and you know, know. I'm going. It's got to go in the bait cooler yeah. in the garage, and I'm like, and, and, I'm and, going in the house. And by the way, I don't want to sound like a baby because oh. they're re-roofing. Your baby, Comanche Cove, and, and I, I look at those talk, guys I, up yep. there on that roof, tough. and I'm like, them, them some tough hombres right there. I, and I'm not kidding you, man. And then and then the guys mowing lawns, and and I'm like, whew, yeah. Hey, don't man. make any joke. 
we're tough too. I, oh, I, you yeah. know, I'm not trying to uh, bad mouth it and say I'm a weenie or anything like that, but <laughs> it's hot. It's, and 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 for the guys, for all the guys, the landscape guys, the carpenters, the roofers, um, Macy's. you know, the, the trash guys that go around the neighborhoods yep. that are dumping trash and and uh, you picking know, up trash, you trash. know, tr- tree trimmers yeah. and fence builders and everybody's working outside right now. It's it's taking a beating. Yeah, you're, you're just taking a beating. Yeah, and, and the, you, the 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 one thing that we don't have is we can't go jump in a truck. Yeah, you know what I mean. No. I mean, you're take you're, that break kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For six or eight hours, depending on how long you're out there, and I usually don't work more than six hour trips. But that being said, coming in an hour before you start, and then two hours after you're done. Yeah, you know, you're out in that sun for eight hours. You're right. We're not. We don't get to get in the AC. No. Now, when I get in the AC, it's like oh. oh. Hey. I've got that thing set on low. Oh, it's man. on auto. I've got the auto start. So 100 yards before I get to the truck, I'm turning it on. Exactly. And, man, I get in there, I feel I'm like, oh, that feels so yeah. good. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's times this week, I mean, we just had to pick up gear and let's let's just throw a little bit of wind between the sails. Oh, yeah. I did that a couple times. Yeah. You know, I even we'll had... come back, you know, but, I mean, we're going to take a 15-minute break here because I need it. Well, I had a father and his sons, and they got so hot, and I said, look. We'll pull off on the sand over here about a mile. I'll throw the dive ladder down. I'll put a, put a fender out behind the boat on a rope. You guys go swim, you know? Let, I, let I had y'all to, swim for I 20, had to, 30 I had minutes. I a couple people back to the dock this week. Did you? I mean, yeah. It's, you know, they just, again, even if you live here, but if you if you work in the office or even if you, you know, construction guy and, you know, you're, 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 you know, you're, you're, you can jump in the truck or whatever, when you're just in the element, Right for for three or four hours, and there's just not a lick of wind. You know, I mean, I, you know, you okay, bud? You yeah. know, and when they get to, real quiet, no, when you, you know, aren't good when it, well. yeah, yeah, when it's not rough and, yeah. and it's hotter than hell, you okay, bud? You know, they're like, and no, they're real I, quiet. I don't, I don't feel good. But I'm like, look, we're not that far. Yeah, you know, you, you got to ask that question. You do. You have to and ask. As you, a captain, you've got to you constantly be aware of what your clients well, are doing. Most most men. Are going to try to tough it out. Yes. Yeah, they're know? going to try to. Yeah, for their buddies and, too. And, and if you don't, if you don't ask them, that's right. You know, then. But I really you, feel you, you can tell when people don't feel good. No, but I really feel we all three of us sitting here. We take enough people. We'll call them our regulars that we know yeah. them by name. They they call us on our birthday or whatever it may be. Right. That I know what his attitude is. Right. You know, I know he's you know a talkative guy, or maybe he's a quiet guy. But then all of a sudden, he's gotten real super quiet. Yep. Like you said. It's mm-hmm. flat calm. We're fishing the beach or whatever. Right. Yeah. You know, he's not sweating anymore. Right. You know, and you just and, and you just can look at yeah. him and go, dude, you're done. Yeah, that's that's just part of your job too. You it have is. You, you have to be aware of of what's going on, especially especially when it gets this hot. Yes. You know. Well, there's a requirement. I mean, for our licenses, we're supposed to know first aid, yep. CPR, and yep. and God forbid we got to use it. I mean, I, I felt bad for Dennis last Saturday. Um, he had a client that went down on the boat, um, had a heart attack. No kidding. Yep. And, um, you know, t- t- Dennis is a tough hombre. I give him a lot of credit. And th- th- fortunately for the client in the boat, I guess his friends were EMTs or had oh, that experience. So right. they were able to start giving him chest compressions. And so I think Dennis had a 20-minute 20, 20 run back to the dock. He called the Coast Guard. Coast Guard had the uh, uh, EMTs waiting at the dock with the sheriff's office. Um, and when they got back to the dock, they continued the chest compressions. They got the guy over to the hospital and he, and he made it, he made it. And at Ooh. three o'clock or four o'clock in the afternoon, he got up and went home, you know, and there's a lot. Oh to be my s- gosh. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot to be said, you know? Oh yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. It's for what uh, we're doing you know, out there right and, now, and, and you just got to be and, careful. And mostly, what I'm doing is tarpon fishing, mm-hmm. and you know that's you that's pull a, on a fish for an hour. Yeah, you you yeah you pull on a fish for an hour. You oh know. yeah, it'll beat on you. Oof. I yeah. had three people on a bull shark the other day, and and you know Max Bass and his son and his daughter Caroline worked on a bull shark for 45 minutes. Because I knew it had Kobe on it, and I was like, right. you know, <laughs> I saw I'm pretty sure yeah, it's a shark. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, well, we're going to pull it up here, and and um, you know, we ended up pulling a pulling a fish off of it, and but I could tell those three working on that fish for a while, it was it was hot. Yeah, you could feel it. Yeah. You got to stay hydrated, and it's so funny. I know, you know, Jeff having played in in the, in the NFL all those years, and, and and knows a lot more at least about hydration yeah. and that part of our physical fitness. He's always told me, he said, you got to stay ahead of it. Right. You know, a day ahead of it. And that's the thing you have to do. You've got to like today, I'm off today, and, and I had a, a day or two off this week. Man, you're hydrating like crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just drinking water all flipping I, day I, long. I, I, I was telling Kerry that, uh, I, so I have, a, I have a case of water in my console. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I, it's half gone. Yeah. You know, and it's, but I always take a cold water with me. You know, and then I have a little additive or something like that, mm-hmm. and which is which has really helped me. And then you, but but but, but the cool thing is, is with these additives, it, it a lot of it stays on the bottom, yeah, of, of the bottle. So when you add another another water to it, 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 it continues yep. with the additive. So right. you know that's. But I hammered, gone hammered the water this week. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you know? and then you. Yeah, I'm, I'm up say, all but, night then. But you, 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 you go to go pee, and you're like, really? That's it? Yeah, oh. that's it. I don't pee for like six or seven hours. Yeah, there ain't no peeing it's when fine. I'm in the boat. Yeah, no. forget that. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's, it's like, coming it out. Kicks in about three or four o'clock in the afternoon for the yeah. remainder of the night. You're sweating, you know, and whatever sweating you're not yep. doing, you're just hydrating constantly. I mean, the best thing to do is just to sip all day long. Just yep. keep sipping. Yeah, and don't you know, drink anything you, cold. Yeah, whether you want to or not, you know. No. Mm-hmm. Just take a mouthful of it and swallow it. Just keep doing it and stay ahead of this heat, folks, because it'll it'll put you down on your knees, you know. And you don't want to have a sunstroke in this kind of heat. And I'm sure this week there were some people that probably you know went down. I had a guy yesterday that got you know dehydrated. He got sick, got seasick. It was sloppy yesterday. I heard that it was sloppy. Yeah, I didn't go offshore all week. Yeah, I wasn't gonna go out there now. I mean, I you know I was only out six miles, yeah. but it was sloppy as crap, man. Yeah. It was you know left, right. Front, back, and and uh, boy, I felt felt for those guys fishing the Kingfish tournament. Yeah, you know, he said it was four to six out there. Yeah, I, I don't doubt it for a second. Yep. All right, I'll do a weather if you'll find the tides there, Captain Kirk. Uh, speaking of the weather today, we're going to do the, the marine forecast, and we'll we'll look at uh, look at the land forecast after that. West winds ten to fifteen, becoming southeast during the mid afternoon. That's nice. Mm-hmm. At least we're going to get a, a, a southeast breeze. I mean, that that would be fantastic. Sees two to three with a dominant period of eight seconds. Um, a chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. Strong to isolated severe storms. I can imagine what this next, with this heat, with these these afternoon thunderstorms. The next through. week is this uh, what they're called long range forecast for storm wise. It's it's pretty serious. Like like what we had what two weeks ago, ten days ago. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. It next yeah, week. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Tonight, southwest winds at fifteen, becoming west around ten knots after midnight. Uh, Sunday. Southwest 5 to 10, becoming southeast 10 to 15 in the afternoon. Again, to have any onshore breeze is going gonna, is gonna to help us out oh, tremendously. Yeah. Uh, Monday, southwest winds 5 to 10, becoming southeast in the afternoon. Tuesday, this is where I find it interesting. Northwest winds 
five to ten. Um, so that's a, and then it's it's going to, and then on Wednesday they're calling for north winds at five knots. So maybe there's a little re- reprieve. Yeah, you know, yep. yeah, co- coming up here. Yeah, brought brought to you by our famous bearded pig. Absolutely, other famous bearded pig on Jack's Beach was cranking this week. I bet it was. <clears throat> I got a few whiffs when the wind went south southeast. <laughs> <laughs> smelled good. That's good. Stuff. <laughs> Tides brought to you by Andy Subs, the finest sub shop in Jack's Beach, right there at the corner of Pimmin and Beach. So if you're looking for your get your gig on today. Slide on over there. And, and if it's your birthday, you get a free sub. Yeah, you get a free right. sub yeah. if it's your birthday, yeah. yeah. So slide on in there. You've got a high tide today at 12.04, or excuse me, 12.24. So it's it's kind of good. You got a low tide at 6.02 this morning that just went by. It is not going to be very, very high. I mean, I'm thinking they're calling a 3.8 at peak, four foot. So, again, with these west winds, you're not going to have super high no, tides. No, you're not. The one thing that's kind of good, um, if you're if you're fishing and you're off today, and with the high tide, you've got that clean water moving up on the beach. If there's going to be any bite of fish, mm-hmm. you know, kingfish, jacks, that cl- that clean water is going to help a lot. <clears throat> I know it has the last few days, and, and maybe a shark or two. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, you think there might be a few sharks <laughs> Holy out there? Geez. Holy smoke! Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, and the little two footers. That yeah, ten of them follow up and, and they're and they, and they when those two footers come up, they're so lit up. Uh-huh. You know, choom, yeah, choom. yeah, yeah. They're, they're and, 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 and your bait's jumping in the uh-huh. air, and you're trying to reel it in, and oh, yeah. But uh, that the uh, the bite that that we were on at, at, at Matanzas last week is gone. Well, it's 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 not it's not gone, but the Kirk and I'm not exaggerating. The sharks are so bad. Yeah. You can't get a bait out. Oh man! Well, I mean, you know why? Why? Well, they're gearing up for Shark Week. That's oh, starts, that's true. Okay, starts tomorrow, go down, so go they they've all got to put on their best face. Uh, no, no, no. I, I, I get, well, they're doing a damn good job. And there's no I, shrimp boats down there working. So no, no, I no, no, no. Why you, you, they wouldn't? You, you know what's there? Acres of them, glass minnows. Yeah, yeah. And, and well, when you got that much food in the water, yeah. And and, and it's it is it is amazing to me. You know, like pogey pods this week. I, um. Gonna, I didn't catch a shark. Around but, the pogies? None. Yeah. But you get around those glass minnows, dude. It, sharks it, are all in them. Oh. Black tips? No, they're sand sharks and lemons. They're, I ain't seen a black tip. Wow. Haven't even seen a black tip, you know? Hmm. So, yeah, it's been um, – uh, it, it, the, the, the fish are there, but like I said, you can't you, – you, you, you can't put one rod out, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you know, you got a six foot. And these aren't like small sharks. Maybe mm-hmm. you need to pull out those bottom rods with eighty pound mono on there. <laughs> Just drag them to the boat. Right? Yeah, but you'd be dragging a hundred. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, it's and 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 the funny thing was is I was like, all right, all right, let's just pick up and move a half a mile. I'd go a half a mile east, west, north, south. They followed the, the boat wherever wherever you were. They were there. I mean, it was uh, like, damn, you know, it got two kingfish bites, caught a tarpon. You know, slow trolling, and then you know, hooked numerous other sharks, tarpon. I mean, it's it's nuts, but it's it's something. Um, the sharks are just so bad, and and they're not that way on the north end. Nope. You know nope. Those, those little little sharks, Them little are, whatever they are. Right, right, right. What are puppy, those? Sh- puppy sharks? Yeah, the I little guess, puppy sharks. Yeah, yeah. maybe something. So like there that. are Fine some tooth. little black tips mixed in there, yeah, little yeah. guys, mm-hmm. just enough to, to aggravate your baits. You know. Yeah. And then, of course, you got to change your rig out because they get the stinger. Oh, yeah. Oh, the two I caught the other day, you hook them in the side because they just swiped at the bait. They never ate it. Right. And it's like, 
really? I am not trying to, you know, because I, I I played a trick out of your playbook. I got those from Harbor Freight. Those, yeah, big those old long, long, fourteen ones. inch, yeah, things. But I still ain't get my hands around them. I, I don't mess with them. I, I just cut the line. I do, I do too. I, I do I, not I, want I just, to get. How much? How much does a kingfish rig cost, Scott? Thirty-five cents. Yeah. 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 Cut it off. Just cut, cut it, it off, yeah. man. Yeah, I know. I w- because those little guys are so strong. Yes. And, and when they when they start wiggling, then and the only hook that they have them is the stinger hook. Yes, sir. That that top hook is it's it's looking for you. And, that one's sharp. you. and then when they get in you, and then he's wiggling around, yeah. then and it's like screaming. zero fun. Yes. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, and not only that, a small small shark like that can take a pretty good chunk out of you. Oh yeah. Or yeah. rip you yeah, up. Yeah, a because bit. you know if he grabs a hold of you. He ain't letting go. Oh. He could be like a bulldog. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's like a little bluefish. Whenever people want to sit there and take a little, you know, snapper blue off the hook, and it's like, dang, I don't know if I would put my fingers. Gloves. Yes. Better pull out the gloves. The, the, the the, the, probably no. the worst bite that I ever had from, you know, was uh, never forget him. His name was Mister Johnson, big man, and he had this huge thumb. And we were fishing in airport basin mm-hmm. and caught one of, you know, about four or five pounds. And he didn't know. And he stuck his thumb in that fish's mouth. Oh. And, and you know, and you're like, no. No. That, <laughs> yeah. that, you know, that slow. Don't do that. And, dude. Done. He, he latched down on Mr. Johnson's thumb. Started slinging. Yes, that worst That's thing the worst you can thing do. do. The worst, and it it was. I mean, I'd take him in, man. It was bad. Yeah. Shredded it. Yes, it was. You know, we wrapped it up, and I got uh, bit one time. I did a uh, like a ten boat charter <laughs> with uh, Terry Lacoste up in Amelia Island. Yeah, and so I had to put in. I was at that time fishing at a beach, so I put in at beach and ran all the way to Amelia Island. I thought I'd be a nice little ride. <clears throat> Go all the way up there, and we're doing this big charter out of the Ritz Carlton. And, and this gannet flies down. Yeah. No, that that's not that story. So anyway, um, it's a little little humor. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right, Chris. Um, so <laughs> I'm trying to ignore him. Anyway, we get there, and I only got one Don't guy. Ignore me. Yeah. I, got, I, got, I won't I got, be ignored. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. You know, the voice I'll find of a rabbit and boil it on the. Yeah, the voice of reason here. <laughs> anyway, so I get one guy. You know, we're you know we got really. Yeah, it's a big. Charter group, yep. and I end up just getting one guy. And I'm like, this oh, is gosh. great. Yeah. And so he, I said, what do you want to do? He goes, can we just go over and anchor in the channel? He said, I'm exhausted from working all week. We've got these meetings. Can we just go find some place and peg down and, and put some baits out? And I said, yeah, there's some bull reds that will come in here. And I said, we'll catch some small sharks. So we were in there having a blast, catching bull reds. And we, I think we, we caught a couple of uh, um, shovel nose, mm-hmm. you know, hammerheads. Yeah. And bonnethead sharks, and so we we were letting those go, and all of a sudden we catch about a three foot black tip, and he goes, "Oh, this one's different, you know," and he's reeling it up, and I scoop it up with a net, and you know, you know how you can grab them right behind, behind the, the head, net. yep, yep. And so I'm I'm pointing at it, and I'm and he and I said, "See the difference?" I said, "See the little black tips <laughs> on his pecs," and and he goes, "Yeah, that's really a cool looking shark." And I said, "Yeah, they're cool." I said, "It's hard to tell when they're this small if they're a spinner mm-hmm. or a black tip," mm-hmm. you know. I said. Basically, a spinner is called a greater black tip shark, and then you have the smaller species of that shark. And he goes, that's cool, you know. And he said, look at the, sh- the teeth. And I said, yeah, and I'm pointing at them. I'm going, they're in kind of like like rows. And about that time, this shark leans over, and the finger I was pointing at it, he grabs me right on the no, finger. No, he did Oh, yes, he did. I'm like, holy oh. crap. 
and, and I've I'm, got him uh, yeah, in I my left him. hand, right. and the finger is in, and I'm going first. Worst thing I can do is try to pull away from him. So the guy's going, oh, my God, he's got you. And I go, yeah, he's got me good. And I'm starting to bleed. Yeah. And he goes, what can I do to help? I said, there's a pair of pliers over here in the leaning post. And it little, little starts going, hey, hey, yeah. And it's shaking his head. And I am, I am, now I am right. locked down on him, man. I'm right. trying to strangle this thing, you know. <laughs> and blood's running down my arm. The guy's going, man, that looks bad. And I said, look, it's going to be okay. I said, I need you to take the pliers and use them as a, as a opener. Mm-hmm. I said, not to pinch down on the fish. I need you to use them to spread his jaws apart so I can get my finger out. And he goes, I get it. I get it. He says, but God, that's nasty. And the whole time I'm bleeding, I'm going, look, ignore the fact that I'm hurt. Just do what you need to do to get it out, you know. And he finally gets it in there, and he, he pulls the pliers open, and it opens the shark's mouth enough where I can get my finger out. Well, my, 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 my little finger, it's tore to hell. Yeah, oh, gosh. And I'm bleeding. Thank God I got a good triage kit in the boat. But that was, that was the last time yeah. I brought a shark in the boat. And I'm telling you, it's been a long time since I've the done old that. Jerry Clower, shoot up in here amongst them. <laughs> shoot up amongst them and give me some relief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so don't mess with them, folks. Oh, I got, don't I got, do I got, it. I got plenty of those stories. But let's Mango take, snappers take are the worst yeah. ones for me. Yeah. When you're trying to get the jig head right there and you're pinching it out and oh. reach out and grab you the yeah, little the eight little, inches. Yeah, little guys, yes. Yep, yes. yep, yep. 641-1010 yep. if you want to give us a call right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Be right back. So um, I'm headed up to the property today, carrying on the dog. And I'm going to get on my tractor, do a little mowing. And uh, folks, if you're in the market for a tractor, there's only one place to go, and that's Coastal Equipment. Can they finance for 100 years? Uh, <laughs> well, 50, you need a couple 50, new tractors? 50, 50, yeah. 50 years? Yeah, 50 years. I might be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah, what well, was that? And, and, and by the way, also coastal equipment, uh, Gravely Zero Turn mowers, uh, all your steel equipment, and then Land Pride uh, accessories. So it's it's all it's all good stuff. What was that payment that that Jeff Chris? Do you remember on 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 a million dollar Freeman? Uh, oh it was gosh, like eleven thousand dollars a month, a month or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No yeah. way, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. They, it was it, he had the actual advertisement. Yeah, buy yep. our boat for you know. Your payment will only be eleven thousand yeah, dollars for thirty a, years or so. Yeah, they had a, a mortgage calculator on the website. <laughs> no way. I'm like, give me two. Yeah. Yeah, I'm give like, me two. <laughs> and then and then at oh, the cheapest three, And by the way, they're like three years out. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine twelve hundred dollars a month just for an oil change? Mm. Right. Four engines, three hundred dollars each. And that's yeah. if you got a hell of a deal on hey, that oil change. More power to you if you can do it. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yep. Yeah, that's a different tax bracket, bro. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's above my. That's out of my league. Grade. Yeah, yeah. I'm blue collar all the way. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I feel my collars I, are blue. I, I feel very fortunate and spoiled by my boat this year. You know, it's just, uh, it's it, it it and and we've talked about this. You know, the 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 setup, especially for me for beach fishing, is awesome. Those two giant live wells in the back and just all that room. <laughs> in the back, yeah, that you makes know. A I, I mean, you know, obviously, ran bay. I've run bay boats my my whole life, you mm-hmm. know, and and uh, yeah. I've, my, my my biggest complaint about bay boats has always just been the room in the back. Cockpit's kind of small. yeah, the cockpit's kind of small, you know. And now you could you could have a hoedown on the yes. back of my boat. I mean, <laughs> it's 
It's so much fun. So I've been pulling up, Kirk, throw the net one time. You know, you get your 40 or 50, 60, 70 baits or whatever, uh-huh. and, it, you know, my live well would be blacked out. And I look over, and he's still throwing. And I and I, I text, are you all right? I said, do you, do you need some help? Nah, I'm filling up all these live wells. I went, okay, well, that's why oh, you're still throwing. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if there's that much bait there, and you, I mean, I got two 35-gallon yeah. uh, live wells that, that just are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I think really what about forty can hold in my well probably without a problem. Another ten or twelve, my uh, I put uh, about right. a dozen. My right. trolling baits go up front. Right. I, I I mean mine will hold over a hundred each. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you know, and, and, and stay alive. 45. I mean, so yeah, it is because I love you know when I'm slow trolling, man, I'm back there with a dip net you know, all the time, yeah, especially when I get into that water you know that 39 to 42 where you normally get bites you know back there chumming and stuff um but it it, it the, the the king fishing for us this week was was i mean obviously last week was epic you know yeah i mean last week really on the beach was was epic mm-hmm. you know at, at 10 o'clock you're like guys you want to go try to catch tarpon because yep. you you've caught you know five six eight fish you right. know all nice fish too or you and, get to come home early or you get to come home early, yeah. Um, but this week it's been it it it, it has been off. Mm-hmm. It's it's same same with us. Yeah. I mean the water temperatures jumped, spiked up a lot, and I think with that happening, you saw a huge influx of barracudas. I mean, huge everywhere you went. Instead of just a couple, now you're seeing like even on even on natural bottom and stuff. Oh yeah, like oh a, wow, like a dozen. Oh you know? lord! So you're fighting with them over the other fish. Hmm. The the thing that's been kind of good is the kudas aren't hitting the kings yet, so you're still able to pull some kingfish in the boat. Still quite a few cobia. A lot of cobia were caught yesterday uh, by the by the charter fleet. Um, Keepers. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Some nice fish. Um, we caught one or two this week. It's been it's been fun being out there, you know, seeing the variety of different fish. It's funny the little tunies have kind of disappeared. Haven't seen a whole heck heck of a lot of them. A few of them on the beach, yeah, but, yeah, but, but they're little guys. Break, but yeah. little. Little, haven't seen that yeah, as big I'll, old schools like we saw a couple no, weeks no, ago. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, I no, mean, no. golly, for a couple of days there, it was just mm-hmm. epic. Yeah, you know? and and when I when I talked about you know the uh, glass minnows. Um, there was there, everything eats a glass minnow, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and and there was there was some some bigger ones in in those, but you know as well as I do when 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 Benita get in tuned with those little tiny glass minnows, they're not going to eat a pogey. No, you know, no, they won't. What's by the way? When's the last time you caught one on a pogey? I caught one this week actually uh, on a pogey. Yeah, I haven't on caught a, on a Benita all this year. I haven't either. Yeah. Caught one on downrigger. On a downrigger. Yep. Now, if you put a sardine or cigar oh, minnow yeah, yeah, on yeah, back, yeah. then it's just game on. It don't right. matter if there's any around at all. Right. You will find that one bonita that's going to Right, yeah, they do, they do love those cigars. They love them baits. I have seen a lot of minnows start to show up on the on the uh, wrecks this week. You hit two or three wrecks that I haven't you know fished all summer long, and they were they were pretty loaded up. Some of them had good-sized sardines on them, some those little you know, yep. four or five inches, yep. but giant schools of them. Which is good to I haven't see. Haven't seen any any bait on top. You no. know, marked it, but haven't seen the schools of cigars or or anything. Because yeah. I know months back, March or April, I know we were going offshore a little bit, and we were talking how man, I hope these started. You know, they they, they were, they, and, and I haven't right. seen anything on top yet. Even for us, LR or Andy King, which are two, you know, favorite little bait spots right, right there. Usually, you'll pass and go, damn, look at that. You right. know, and you don't. We haven't. I haven't seen any of that this year. I have seen. Uh, 
a few more, what I would say, a, a little bit more of an influx of bull sharks coming into the area. <laughs> yeah, think, yeah, yeah I mean, big ones. They're terrible. I mean, I mean, it, you know, and and to be very honest with you, I didn't want to venture out outside of three no. miles because it's it's rough. Yeah, it's, yep. you know, blowing. Uh, um, you know, so many of those guys that did, they ended up coming back in on the beach. And the other thing is, is I was listening to them, and they were you know hooking six fish and. And, and, and catching one. Mm-hmm. Why am I going to sit there and train them to right. feed them? And that's why I tell my clients every morning, Kirk, I just said, look here. Yeah. You know, we could go out there and get the bites, but I can promise you we're never going to catch one. Right. Yeah. Which you is, know, yeah. I mean, so one, I'm teaching a bad animal how easy it is to feed out of your hands. You know, mm-hmm. just like, mm-hmm. you know, don't feed the key deer. You know, well, I'm, they tell you don't. I'm, feed, I'm hand feeding this fish. Yeah. And it, it's, it's. It's not worth it. Well, we're gonna stay on the beach. Gonna get one or two bites, right? And and the and other that's thing what is, we're do. is it's not it's not your typical kingfishing. Yeah, you have to tighten down the drag. Oh, yeah. it's straight up. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, and, and if you pull the hooks, you pull the hooks. Because if you don't, if he makes one long run, it's over. Yep. Yeah. It, it's it's zip, you know like really. Yeah. Yeah. See that that big splash on the surface. It looks like you know? a Volkswagen <laughs> Beetle hitting the water. Yeah, don't don't kid yourself. Those those sharks are fast as lightning. Buddy. Oh they my are. gosh, yes they are. When they get a hanker and eat something and they're wound up, man, they'll hit it like a kingfish. Yep, they they boy, they glide like an airplane, but ferocious yeah. as a, you know, I mean they come in there. Yeah. I mean, there's no joke. All of a sudden you're reeling and out of nowhere here he comes up off the bottom flying. It's yeah. like good. Gosh, yeah, it, and you look at your bottom recorder, and there's like three big blobs right underneath yep. the boat. You're like that. I got a straight line going right underneath me. It's like, damn, he's following us, guys. We're never going to get him up. Yeah, he's right it. behind the boat. Forget it. Yeah, Kirk, do you when you when you beach fish, do you run a downrigger? Yeah, I will. Yeah, I'll I'll start out with three flat lines first, and do that for a little while. Mm-hmm. And if they're not doing it, then I'll drop it down 25 feet. Yeah. Okay. I, it, because, Same thing. Yeah, I, I I basically do that. I. I normally start with the downrigger, mm-hmm. and then you know, obviously, my short medium, yeah, because those are your two most popular baits anyway. And if they start hitting on the surface, I'm like, screw it, I just, you know, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't like to deal with the downrigger anyway because it's a shark every single time for me. Yeah, it's it, it does get and I shark. drop it fifteen it, or twenty feet, and it's right? A shark. Yeah, I know uh, it, it does yeah. get, but I will tell you, I've, I've, I've never know, caught any kingfish on downriggers on the beach. Yeah. I have. I've got, I have I've, got, I've got plenty of them. I have too. Yeah. No, I and, swear and, to gosh, I, I haven't. And uh, I, I know that there's been days, especially in tournaments, fishing with James and stuff, that, you know, downrigger ribbon fish is just about the only thing they'll eat at times. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, you know, uh, I don't know why they get in tune with those damn things. But, uh, you know, and, and the, the funny thing is, is that, um, like the, the old school, the only thing that they would eat. And we were on a bite. The only thing that they would eat was a pokey. Yeah. I had mullet. I had ribbon fish. We had, but they they wanted a pokey, you know. And it was it was interesting. I fished with some guys from uh, some some guests of Ring Power on on Wednesday, and the the one guy fished old school, and he is from Flagler, so he came out of Matanzas and fished in front of Matanzas, and it was interesting. Talking to him, he had the exact same bite James and I did. You know, 14 to 20-pound fish, you know. And he said, Kevin, he said at 11 o'clock it went the boop, boop. And, and I said, for us, it was the same thing, man. Yep. At 11 o'clock it was over. But, I mean, Chris was trying to call us for a report, and, and I'm like, I can't, I can't do it right now. Busy. Yeah, yeah, Hands yeah, full. Yeah, Chris, is, he's like, I hear it in the background. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but no, that's yeah, yeah. It is. It's been an incredible bite, though, Kevin. You got it. Oh, it has I, been. I, I mean, for for the year, yeah. we're calling all for the year. Yeah, this is the best kingfish bite ever I've seen on the beach that yeah, I it, can remember. It's 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 no. I mean, like last week. Well, again, you got to think that uh, Paul's tournament was June tenth, right? You know, since then, you know, beach fishing has been outstanding. You know, and 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 look, there there are tarpon in the bait pods, but I'll I, I don't I, I shouldn't say this because Chip Wingo is going to kill me, but don't don't go to St. Augustine. Mm-mm. There's a hundred people tarpon uh-huh. fishing, which is which is fine. I'm glad everybody's you know, I mean, but but dude, I mean, everything from canoes. To John Boats. Oh, I saw a gnu out there on Monday. <laughs> Did you see him? Oh yeah, I saw him. You I was know, like wow. I, I'm like, oh my goodness. And and you got the kayakers. I saw paddleboard last week. Yeah, I've seen paddleboards. I've seen everybody's tarpon fishing right now. And uh, good. I mean, that's. I mean, that's. It's our fishery, and you know, yeah, have fun. Have fun. Yeah. But with the with the amount of gods that are out of St. Augustine now and everything else, yeah. there's. You know, I counted the other day when we were well whatever it was, 10 days ago, whatever, when the beach bite was on fire, there was, I bet you there was 15, 18 charter captains all grouped up at Serenata Beach. You, everywhere you looked, it was a charter captain. Yeah, yep. So uh, I, <laughs> there was uh, 11 boats on one pogey pod on really? Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. It was like, wow. It's like Boca Grand Pass, dude. That's too many boats in there close together yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, these are – Big violent fish, and uh, you've had it happen to you. Yep. You know, I mean, dude, and that was not a small fish that came in my boat either. I no, can tell you no, that right it was now. not. <laughs> that was, I mean, that that was, I mean, as far as fishing goes, I mean, I've had, and I know you have too. I've had kingfish miss my prop wash bait. Thank goodness. Yep. It hit the motor and went right. in, but my motor had plenty of teeth marks on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for a fact you had a barracuda come in your boat. Yep. Um. But there is nothing worse than a mouth. Why? I mean, it's a great shot if you have a camera. But man, when he's coming right at you. Yep, I had one uh, first jump. You know, I was on the rod. Thank goodness, because I had a family of four. I'll never forget this. And two young kids, you know, ten years old, twelve years old, and 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 they it's on my Sea Fox. They were on the front of the boat, and and I I, I threw into the bait pod, and I was reeling the. The, the pokey back to me and he she, she came up and ate it while i was kind of reeling and just continued to come really he, uh, first jump right in the boat and and landed on on the back deck and then she went i don't know how she did it but she just completely shattered my cowling i mean just just like I'm, I, and they're like they're, they're up there going oh my god that was so cool i'm like no that was not cool yeah that's three thousand dollars <laughs> just letting you know right now but right. you know hold yeah. on you're not gonna. I gotta call the insurance company before we leave. Believe it, but they, and the slime, and then they oh, yeah. of course poop themselves because they get panic mode. Yep. You know that from my boat that day. I'll, I'll never forget yep. you for that helping me out that day. Oh, I, I couldn't leave you it like was that. A, it was a two and a half hour boat cleaning job. I, 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 I there could, was slime and scales everywhere. And I, I mean, literally on the t top. Oh, that that was terrible. Oh, it was terrible. I was full because I jumped on the fish, so I was nothing but full of slime and. <laughs> Guts! Oh my gosh! He pulled up. I don't know. We need to take a break. I was cleaning my boat when he when he pulled up next to me at Comanche Cove. Right. And, and this is the day that the tarpon jumped in his boat. I I, I looked at him. And I'm, I'm like, oh my god. You, you know. Okay? I looked at him. I said, dude, what? 
what in the world? And his face is all white. And I'm like, dude, are you okay? And he goes, a tarpon jumped in my boat. And I started looking at this boat, and I'm like, destroyed. No way. I mean, from right on my client's that's, your big, that's your biggest nightmare. From I think. bow to stern was tarpon slime. And I'm not, I, Kirk, I'm not exaggerating. On, 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 it was on the T top. It was dripping down. Yeah, it was dripping down off the, off the T top. I was like, how in the hell did that get up there? And he, he had some fish to clean, and I had, done, I, I had finished cleaning my boat. Um, so I jumped on his with, with my bucket of bleach and never forget him for it. Started started scrubbing, man. It was, That's it a was, nightmare, isn't it? Oh my gosh, you don't even know. I was just full. I mean, I just yeah. I, I, mean, yeah. I threw my clothes off when I got home. I got to the boat ramp. Thank God nobody's around. I literally just. Got down to EVDs, and that's where I was. <laughs> Damn, I pretty much everybody's thankful for that. Boy, <laughs> yeah. Tarp and slime I know all I over have been. me. <laughs> that's not a sight I want to see. Oh, my <laughs> eyes. Where's the bleach? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, give us a call. 641-1010. You're listening to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, presented by Duck Duck Rooter with Captain Kirk Waltz, Captain Scott Shake. We'll be right back. Hey, I, listen, I know this uh, isn't on our mind, uh, but uh, welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Reuter. But uh, bow season is like right around the corner. <laughs> yeah, it won't be and, long. And, 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 and by the way, you, you, this, is, this is a great time of the year to start um, getting ready to plant food plots and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, standard feed and seed. Mm-hmm. They got they, they, they've they got all of it, and I mean, it was uh, it was so funny. I was fishing with my buddy Herb, who's from Melrose, not Gainesville. Sorry about that. <laughs> I, I, I got some grief about that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. But he had called Frank at, at Standard Feed and Seed, and um, it, and he he wanted to um, overseed some of his his food plots with Sunhip, and the only place that had it was Standard Feed and Seed. Herb's in Melrose, he's, and, he, and, he, and he told he asked Frank. He said, "Well, you just just hold me that bag." And he said, "And, and Frank's like, well, wh- you know, wh- where are you calling me from?" He said, "Melrose." He said, "Isn't there a such and such feed store in Melrose?" And and uh, Herb's like, "Yeah." And he goes, "I'll have it delivered there." Oh wow! Really? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "What?" So so yeah, Frank taking care of him. That's pretty cool. Nice. Stuff. So yeah, it, it, and listen, this is the time of year, seriously, that. You know, if you're going to do iron clay peas or, or you know, buckwheat, um, what, whatever, it's, um, it's it, call, call Frank. And, and by the way, they'll, they'll do mixtures for you. You know, a pound of this, a pound of that. They'll, it, it, it's not just, you know, a 50-pound bag of this. Yeah, can, he's can, pretty good about yeah, that kind of can, stuff. You can mix your own stuff. So. It's, get you all blended up. Oh, I know the corn, yeah. Wells Farms has got started their uh... – They've started harvesting? Mm-hmm. Buddy of mine picked up a truckload yesterday. Oh wow! Wonder what corn's going for this year. I didn't ask him. <laughs> I know one of our guys, Chip. He started putting some out. Of course, you know, boo boo is the first thing to come in in right. the middle of the day. I'm like, holy! If a bear's walking around at three o'clock in the afternoon, in yeah, this heat, I know. In this heat, ugh. Ugh, holy smoke, man! Yeah, I, it, you know what? Um, I, and, and I've talked about this, but why I never did this before, I don't know. But, you know, two years ago, I planted one of my food plots in clover and chicory. 
during the fall. It was fall planting, and, yep. and, and it was, you know, I, 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 and I ordered, I, I'll be honest with you, I ordered Whitetail Institute, you know, seed. And um, that food plot has been, like, amazing. And I haven't touched it in two years. Really? No adding to it? Nothing. What is what it is? Yeah. I, I mean, now, you, it's, uh, I, got a, I got one of my cell cameras on it right now, and it's sky high. And mm-hmm. weeds, which is fine. Yeah, you know, I mean, the 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 more I read about this, and, and and the more you study it, what they call dirty food plots. Yes, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, do, have something for them to eat, but still, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. Even if the you know, so so I'll get in there because some of those, when, whenever you whenever you mow some of those weeds and those little shoots come up, they eat that too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know. But it, it's 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 amazing to me that um, the more they eat the clover and the chicory. The more it grows, mm-hmm. you know, it's not it's not like an annual. Right. When they nip it off, it's done. It's dead. Mm-hmm. You know, with 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 clover, it's like you eat one stem and two stems comes up. It's it's fantastic. And and by the way, I did it on uh, Roger and I did it on all of our food plots last year. And 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 the, the the pictures we have on these food plots. And and again, the grass is 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 waist waist high. Right. But we we've still got deer and turkeys all in it. It's it's fantastic. Let me ask you guys a question. Mm-hmm. If you make those food plots that are just that gorgeous, lush, mm-hmm. looks like golf course yeah. grass uh-huh. and everything's all pretty. Yeah. I mean, you think that deer is that stupid that he doesn't recognize that, wait a minute, this is not like supposed to be here. I don't well, think they know. And like you They're say, mixing smart. it up with, you know, the wildlife, like you said, a dirty food way, plot. By the way, I think the dirty food plots attract more deer. That's, think, what, I'm, I, that's I think, what I'm getting I, at. I think they feel more comfortable. Instead of going uh, out there, hell in and doing yeah, all, you know, just yeah. take your seed and just throw it yeah, and whatever yeah. lands, lands. Well, the the the, the the latest thing that I've been reading up on is that, you know, Jeff has always done the the no till mm-hmm. drill, and those they're, they're expensive. They're not they're not cheap a no till drill. Right. But a lot of the guys now are what they call crimping is they they have it's just a roller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And they're they're just rolling the food plots, and then they're doing a no till drill. They're not even taking out. There are no herbicides, you know, because. They, they 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 talk about that there's there's scientific data that herbicides have an effect on deer mm-hmm. and you're eating that meat mm-hmm. you know i mean if 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 you want it Great. to be you know all natural or whatever and and these guys food plots they 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 they're like what you just said Scott what you just described they're not golf course they're not you know this beautiful clover plot yeah but the 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 deer feel more comfortable in there Mm-hmm. It's better for the deer, and they're not, you know. Uh, and, and and the interesting thing is about this: it, it, whenever you read about this, um, they're, they're they talk about how bad it is to turn the soil over two times a year. Yeah, it dries it out. You know, I mean, it takes it, out it, the nutrition. Know, and, and and there's, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, I'm just we're talking about deer food plots. Okay, we're right. not we're not talking about farming. Right. You know? no, 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 no. But but it's um, it's it's really really cool stuff to read. You know, um, yeah. because there's a lot of a uh, lot of scientific data behind it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but do you think that they are more comfortable feeding in a food plot than taking out two fifty pound bag ears of corn and throwing it in the ground? I, you know, they're browsers, and so even if there's corn on the ground, it, it's always been my experience. They're not going to eat it all. They're just going to kind of hit a little bit of it and leave it right. and then they'll go eat something else. But that food plot's going to hold them, correct? Yeah, so where they know it's a so, standard so, so, kind of food. So what, you know, you 
listen, when they legalized corning in Georgia, mm-hmm. I thought, hell, I'm going to kill every buck around mm-hmm. here. Right? We've never killed a buck over a corn pile. Okay. Uh, no. a, a buck eating in a corn pile since 2006, we've never killed a buck over a corn pile. Yeah. Now, he's come in during rut to chase a doe, you know, that's in the corn pile, right? But it, it, our, our deer, I'm just, I'm talking specifically on, on so we, you know, we used to uh, take a five-gallon bucket right. and, and just dump it on the ground, yep. right? Well, there would be times when deer would walk around that. They were like, dude, I, I'm not going over there. Yeah, something's you know? wrong. So we have found spots in the woods where our stands are and stuff, and there's a little little grass islands or stuff like that. We take mm-hmm. that five-gallon bucket, and you spread it. You just throw it, throw it in the bushes, throw it wherever. Just, just, just spread it around. Yeah. And, and they're, like Kirk said, they're grazers. They come in and they feel way more comfortable about sticking their nose in a corn pile, you know. Yeah. I mean, but if, it, it, you'd be amazed. They'll, they love to go into bushes and stuff. And Oh, they'll it, throw over leaves, yeah. scratch around like a yeah. turkey trying to find it. Yeah. And yeah. they will find every kernel of it. Absolutely they will. I mean, just like a dog, their nose, noses are highly sensitized, and they will find every kernel of that corn yeah. in that, That's what, in they're, that they're, leaf. They're settling in right there. Right. They feel a little more comfortable than right. – just getting a, a big old plate full of corn poured at the at the bottom of your tree stand. Right, right, and and for us also, you know, during the the the, the peak of hunting season, we'll take our um, our four wheeler with a spreader. Yes, you know, and it, it holds the spreader holds probably ten gallons mm-hmm. of, of corn, and we'll we'll just go in our food plots, you know, and 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 and, and cover the entire food plot, you know, and, and ten gallons will will do two or three of our food plots. We don't have these. You know, logaman food plots. Um, you know, I, I think our biggest one's maybe three quarters of an acre. Yeah. You know, but but again, like Kirk said, they're they're grazers. So so then they can go in and eat the clover and the chicory, and then they find a piece of corn. You know, they they feel comfortable doing that. Um, you know, like like spinner feeders. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, have, yeah. When they come I, on I, and all that. I, I have a spinner feeder, and and I I I put my spinner feeder on this time of year for noon, at five seconds, because I I you know. I've never understood why people turn them on at dusk when the deer are around them and the spinner feeder goes off and it scares the living bejesus out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they come out of their yeah. skin. Yeah. So I put mine on at noon at five seconds, and I have a cell camera on on that. And, and it's I don't have I put it there. Um, I, I moved that spinner feeder in in February. Since February, I don't have one daytime picture of a deer. On that spinner feeder, they come in there at nighttime, mm-hmm. but they don't like those. And on, on my property, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's not, you know, it, it's totally different than, than than other pieces of property. I get it, but you, you got to think out of that spinner feeder. Geez, that corn coming out of there at a hundred. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, that, yeah, geez, that, it would put it would. It, it, I would fall out of the tree stand if I heard that thing go. Oh, off it, yeah, it's loud. It's loud. Yeah, yeah it's I gotta mean, be loud, right? Oh, you know, I mean, I can hear it from the house. And it's unnatural where a car engine, a truck engine, yep. uh, whatever now, doesn't now, mean nothing. Now I've heard guys say they set theirs for for five p.m. and the deer hear it, and then and then and then they walk right out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that ain't my deer. <laughs> I think every place is different. It is different. I think you know it's, it's a it's a, it's a total learning curve. Go ahead. It is. I think different forage too. I mean, different places have different. You know, where we are, the soil is very acidic. Mm-hmm. It's almost like beach sand, so different species of plants and stuff will grow better in that. 
versus where you're at, where yeah. you have that little bit of clay in the soil, mm-hmm. makes a big difference. It, it it does. I mean, nutritionally for the for the plants, it makes a big difference, and the and the deer feed on different foliage. I mean, it's it's funny. Yeah, uh, like like I said, you know, we've we've done food plots since 2006, right? And uh, I, for some reason, like I, 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 the reason I think the reason is because I never thought that my soil would grow clover. Okay. You know, I, okay. I don't know why I thought that, but it, but I had this 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 one food plot two years ago that, that stays pretty moist all year, and I thought, you know what, that's a, that's got to be a good spot for clover and chicory, and it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. And then you know, last year, last fall, um, we mixed in chicory and, and clover on on our fall planting, mm-hmm. and then once you know once it gets hot, your your fall plants they obviously die. Well. Everything the, the chicory and the clover continued to flourish, even on even on my you know drier food plots on top of the hills and stuff. Yeah, it, it's it's all it, it it's it's trial and error. It okay. is. You know? I mean, it <laughs> has money. been for us. <laughs> well, I, well, I get that, but I mean, well, or, I mean, now are you guys a tractor tilling people, or are you like a, a side by side, just a little three inches in the ground? Oh, no, no, kind we're of tra- tractor guys. Yeah, we got tractors. Yeah, we got two of them. So you want to go deep. Well, no, I mean, it's it's all according to what you're planting. Yeah, not you know, like clover is a really small seed. You can't you, you can't bury it too far. It doesn't have the energy to to come no, out of the soil. I, I guess I guess yeah. I'm basically placing it as on a golf course. That's why they make you wear the little spikes and all that because it actually helps aerate. Well, you don't wear spikes anymore. I know, I know that, but I mean, <laughs> but I mean, they have the track, you know, cleats. the 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 tractors that have like cleats. the little little. You're, you're talking about when they when you're talking about when they aerate, aerate the greens. Aerate yeah, they the, have to do the that once, once or twice a year. You know, but yep. I mean, would that? I mean, what's the difference in between tilling it up and just not aerating with the seed coming out where it's only going? Well, if we on, had that, if we had that machinery, um, we we could probably do that. You know, T- totally different though. I mean, you know, where you're trying to grow. You know, a green grass. You know, for for a for a putting green, that's totally different. Yeah, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's not. You know, a deer. But would it grow better if you air? I mean, if you rode that kind of little machine over it like they do, would it help? Ir- uh, aggregate aggravate the I don't know the the grass to where it grows better. I don't know. We'll have to ask my buddy Jay Reister, who's you know. Yeah, he's the guy that would know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And don't go anywhere. When we come back. We got an LV Hires Gear Tip of the Week. Now it's time for your LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. You just go to LV Hires, that's H I E R S dot com. See all they can do. And uh, if you have a job site and you need fuel, you need lubricants, LV Hires can do that. If you have an unbranded convenience store they can supply fuel all of that at LV hires Inc. and so you know these we, we we always go back and forth on through the week about your tips and and the, I've had this one like forever on on my boat and I'm like well this is why haven't we ever used this before you yeah. know and and they're 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 literally velcro strips Kirk I mean it's called they're called rapids yep they're about six inches long and they're velcro strips I mean there's and, and by the way, they're they're cheap. Mm-hmm. I mean, you buy a bag of twelve of them for for for, for like nine bucks or something, you know. Right. But anyway, you can't believe what you can use. The, the you're they're, they're, you're always using it for something. Whether it's stowing ropes, um, your your your, your wash down hose, rags, 
Yeah. A uh, landing net so don't rattle on the Yes, yeah. I mean yep. even even like your your um, your rope on on your your cast net. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you want to stow that away neatly, you know, you could use it for that. And and I was telling you guys for me um, on, on my new trolling motor, you know, I, I think I got like a 90 inch shaft. I mean, it's 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 96. 96. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Um, it it had a um, a rubber strap that that cinched it down right. up, up on top of, of, of the of the motor, right? Keep it from bouncing. Keep it from bouncing. Well, right. uh, that lasted like six weeks, you know. And, and I'm like, man, what am I going to do? You know, I need to because it bounces when when it's on that stand, yeah. right? You know? And sometimes it'll bounce off of that stand. I took one of those Velcro strips, put it around there. Problem solved. Problem solved. It's nice yeah. to have gadgets on your boat. I it mean, is. It's always cool. We were talking about that during the break. I love getting in other people's boats and seeing what kind of gadgets they got or how they're doing their tackle or, you know. I, I told you guys, I used to make a point to fish with Mike Scanlon two or three times a year when yeah. he was alive. And, he was a and, gadget guy. He was a gadget guy. And, and, and when I was filming TV shows, I loved fishing with Kurt yep. because he always had something though like ah, I, I need I need that on my oh, boat yeah. you know like it was like the uh, the little stand for the fluorocarbon oh yeah that thing's money <laughs> yeah you know strike zone yeah I've had that thing I bet I've had that thing 15 years I know you have you know yeah the little suction cups on it you strip off what you need and just you know it's nice having gadgets and the wrap-ups a perfect you know yeah you, Perfect addition to the gadgets on everybody's boat. Yeah, you could just take you know three or four of them and uh, and kind of wrap them around your, your t top. Yeah, and, and you know and they're, they're not going to go bad. Yeah, no. whatever. You, so the, so the color fades. Whatever. Who cares? But yeah. the velcro stays good. Well, if it doesn't, just throw it away and get another one. You know, <laughs> exactly. you wear them out. It's that's not the like idea. Expensive, right? Well, right. it's the idea to wear them out. Yeah. You know? What the heck? Yeah. yeah, that's your LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week, and their number once again is two five nine two three one four. Let's go talk to our good buddy Steve Donaldson this morning. You're on the hey, morning, GMC. Morning, 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 buddy. How are you? Morning, Steve. Good, good. Can you hear me? I got you on speakerphone with my dad. We're going to the airport. Oh. No, no, no. You're 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 good. You're good. You already taking him back to the airport? Yeah, yeah. He's got to get back up to Raleigh. But we had a we had a great day fishing yesterday. Oh, great! Did you fish the tournament? And the, we we did we did and I had a funny boat ramp story for you. Oh, oh boy, I, I got one from yesterday too. It was ugly. Let's hear it. We got we got there about six in the morning. And there was no boats there. Uh, the ramp was probably twenty percent full. Which and which boat ramp, back, Steve? Oh, sorry, Volano. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And we go to we go to back the boat down, and all of a sudden the bait guy pulls up, and not not the shrimp guy, the yeah. the, the live bait guy, the right. goggle guy. Right. And I'm like, I look at him, I go, you're late. And he's like, oh, my God, we're so late. You need any bait? And I was like, well, you know, I'll, I'll take four or five. They're not cheap, right? No, like $25 oh, a goes, piece hey, or something. Yeah, $10 a piece. You're right. So anyway, he goes, he goes, you know what? Bring me your buckets. I'll fill you up. So for 20 bucks, we got like 50 gaga's. Oh, my word. You're Oof. set. Oof. Yeah. Good way so, to start so your day. Like, no kidding, no kidding. So anyway, we didn't do great. We caught one small kingfish and weighed it, and but had a, had a great day though. All right. And uh, ended up ended up forty six. So <laughs> it always it always it always pays to weigh your fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, <laughs> hey, why not forty six? So so Steve, let me tell you, I um, I I I pulled up to the boat ramp at about ten till seven, and there was it, it was it was half full. You know what I mean? But there was nobody waiting to launch, um, and the bait guy was back down the ramp, 
emptying. That, Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Emptying yeah, the bait dumping, wells. Dumping bait. Dumping. dumping uh, Kurt, I'm talking hundreds. At, at least hundreds. I'm, I'm like, oh my gosh. I ha- thought, you know, I didn't know what had happened. Happy, um, happy Blue Runners. Oh my gosh. I was. They were alive? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Poor guy, the poor guy had a flat tire on his way up, and he's two hours late. So all the oh. big boats said, oh. we gone. Yeah. Oh. And they just went and jig yeah. baits or they did whatever. But yeah, suppose they had a flat tire. And, 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 and by the way, I mean, that's, you know, one of the few tournaments now that you can buy bait. Correct. So that's probably a big payday. Uh, and that's, that's terrible for them. Yeah, I feel bad for them. But if, I, you know. I was wondering, Steve, why he was. I was like, why has he got so many baits? I'm, I'm talking, Kirk, three of those giant tanks uh, yep. full. Of, mm. of of runners and, and goggle eyes, and they were just empty. And no, Steve, I mean, you bought buckets for $20, yeah. and he charged you, charges everybody else $20 a bait. Yeah. Exactly. And they lasted all. Oh, yeah. Day. Oh, yeah. Well. Uh, give me a goggle eye, bro, anytime. I love them. Oh, my God. There's, anyway, better so, luck next year. Okay. <laughs> hey, you know, stuff like that does happen. It's unfortunate, though. You that really go, is. You won't know. Mm. I saw the the bait guys at Mayport yesterday morning, and they were scooping. There were guys waiting in line getting their bait. Yeah, so they were there. They, they they made it there, but they didn't make it to St. Louis. Yeah, it's State. like three or four trucks he runs. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. All right, buddy, get your dad to the airport. All right, he's safe. All right, see you. See Take you. care, Steve. So, uh, and, and honestly, I was I was talking to Carrie about this last night. We're going to have to use this as a uh, ring power tip at some point in time. Um, I. Parked my trailer, mm-hmm. you know. Obviously, I tied the boat off. Parked my trailer, and I'm I'm walking back down to the ramp, and um, there's a guy in a boat, and his buddies are in the truck backing him down. And dude, he got halfway down the ramp, and I don't know why, but the guy hit the brakes. Oh, and he unhooked the boat from yes. the trailer. No and way. Launched the yeah. boat on the trailer. Oh, he man. launched it on the ramp. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, bam, 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 bam. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm not laughing at him. Okay, I'm not. But the guy in the truck just drove up and parked. Like, oh, I launched him. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I think he thought he hit the water, but he didn't even know that he launched him on the ramp. How big of a boat? It it was like a 25 foot Albemarle I O. Oh man! Inboard, outboard, yeah, really? and, and 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 I and I felt so bad for the guy that was in the boat. You know, it's laying on the side. It's it it bounced halfway down into the water, so you know they were able to slide it in. Yeah, I guess that's what you want to call it. But A little it, fiberglass work it, there. It, it 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 bounced into the water, and that is a terrible sound, man. Yeah. You know, it so always, it, I, it, I just send shivers up my spine when I see the guy jump out of the truck and wing, 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 yeah, you know, yeah. and I'm going, I mean, that's not really? something Chris would do, you yeah. know, I mean, so, uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, hey. you, hate, you hate to see stuff like that happen. You, you, you do. Know people I don't, felt, don't I felt, want I felt it to happen. I felt so bad for, for the gentleman that was, that was in the boat because he was just shaking his head like, I can't believe he just launched me. But if they hadn't have unhooked the boat, yeah, okay. The, the the whole thing is is I see people do this all the I don't time. Understand I, I, why. I, I don't either. So so they do it going launching the boat. They they unhook the 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 winch. I'm like, why why, why are you doing that? You're asking for an accident. Yeah. And the other thing I see people do all the time is pull their boat out without, without hooking it up. up. You know they they got a guy in the truck. They got a guy in the boat, and and the guy in the truck's looking back and goes, "Yeah, you're good." You know. 
just step out. So what? You get your feet wet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. who cares? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 crazy to me why why people do that. And by the way, this boat that that launched on the ramp yesterday, he didn't have any like Teflon strips or it was just a regular, really just regular yes, bunks sir, that it came just off. Regular bunks, dude. Wow. It, and it 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 slid off there. Wow. Uh, oh, he just, must have that Teflon spray or something, and he must have uh, sprayed I, it. I, I, I would have to assume something like that. Yeah, wow. I hate to see that kind of stuff. Yeah. See, I, I mean, you know, even if. By the way, I buddies, saw him out fishing. Oh, really? <laughs> Later, so, yeah. I mean, I, I want to at least I, get my back tires on my trail, you know, at least put a tire in the saying. water. Yeah. Where God fearing, if it does come off, right. it's, it really ain't going to do nothing right. but come down hard on the trailer whenever. Right. Whenever it comes off. I totally agree. And not only that, but me personally, I mean, what are you doing? Why are you unhooking it there for? Yeah. You want to put the boat in the water. You want to let the oil come through the engine. I mean, I mean, you're literally going to dry crank it and just wear it out yeah. in reverse. I mean, you're going to blow it up. You I got to let oil get through the engine before you put the coals to it. It's just, um, it, we've all seen this. People, people do crazy things at the ramp, man. I mean, they're not, you know... Um, they they kind of panic, you know. I mean, it's it's uh, they do, and I, and I think a lot of it's just lack of experience. It is, and and the worst place to try to gain experience is on a crowded boat ramp right. during a, a fishing tournament. Yes. Yes. Right, you know, you might want to practice a little bit before the tournament and try to launch it a few times before you try to do it that day. Right. It's just not. A, I mean, I I saw it a couple times this week. I saw guys pull up to the ramp and just sit there in the middle of the ramp. And there's guys pulling into the, lo- the parking lot that know how to do it and do it well, right. and they're going, "Why are we sitting here?" Yeah. yeah. And you see the guy; he's looking around, and you're going, "Well, I'm going to go around him," you know. Yeah. And you start to go around him, and then he picks up speed, and next thing you know, he's blocking <laughs> all the lanes, and you're going, "Okay, you need to figure it out real quick." You know, we're ready to go, mm-hmm. and it, it took him about five or ten minutes, and a lot of guys were getting frustrated. Some people have less patience than other folks, and well, the biggest thing is watching them put them back on the trailers again. If you could take your time, mm-hmm. yeah, nose up to it, line it up, right. come up on the throttle, start sliding up it, and yeah. then whenever you hit the dry, what I call a dry mark, which you start hitting, that's right, you're right. hitting your your, yep. your 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 boards. Yep, take your time, your let her go, you know, yep. and then yep. come right on up, and you're done. Right. And, and and honestly, truthfully, again, what you what you're saying, Kirk, I mean, I can even my little short, fat, old self can be. On and out of that boat ramp under five minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. If you just get Thank out of my way, right. let me come. Let me right. just get out right. of the way. The, let me the, do it. The other thing that I see people do a lot is when they feel like they don't have it lined up right yes. and kick it in reverse. And kick it in reverse. And it, and it, and the first thing that boat's going to do is go sideways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you're screwed. And they have their engine usually tilted yeah. up when they do this. But I don't understand. Yeah, and that, why that's they that's tilt the other the that, that's the other thing, folks. Whenever you put your boat in the water. And you go to back it off the trailer. It has that you have to be have that motor tilted all the way down. Right. Mm-hmm. It can't be halfway, even three quarters of the way. It won't get the same bite. Yeah, it but won't. The, it, it, you have to have that motor tilted all the way down. That way, when you kick it in reverse, it'll you know if if you have that dry area or whatever on your bunks, it'll it'll break it. But if you don't, it's not coming off the trailer. Same thing, putting back on. If you have that motor right. tilted half up, yeah, exactly. you have no control. Your steering wheel is going back and forth, right. and, and your bow is never going to hold tight. Right. It, it, Take your time. Just line yeah. it up and, and come and, right up the trail. And, and, and I've told you guys, you know, since I have the, the Valentino now, which is a big boat, I mean, it. I have to just stop 
mm-hmm. and, and, and tell myself, you got to be careful getting in and out of this boat, launching it by yourself. I'm scared to death for you every day that I'm going to catch you <laughs> passed yeah, you out on the You don't ramp. want to do a belly flop out of that uh, thing. Uh, no. I no. mean, you're, you you're a story off the ground. Yeah. You're going to feel it if you do. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. might break something. Yeah. yeah. Um, Worst um, thing is catching your foot in between the, the – the V-neck yeah. in the front right there. You talk about breaking ankle. You're Man, uh, done. a mullet head left his trailer uh, in my yard last week, um, snapper season and, and uh, ancient city. And he's got one of those ladders, a true ladder, mm-hmm. going up it's the back nice. with, with a handle on it. It's nice. Uh, and he's like, no. He goes, you, you got to have one of these. You know, I'm like, wow, just to step up there and step right on the boat. <laughs> yeah. Never worrying about your foot being wet where you slip right, or that right, little right. bit of slime well, that's you on the boat get, ramp you, right now. You don't want to <laughs> fall and get hurt. That's the thing. And if you fall <laughs> getting out of that thing, you're you're going to hurt something. Yeah. I mean, you're you're coming down in a very weird, awkward. Could be permanent. Yeah. Do something stupid. Well, we've yeah. all done it. You know how I the know boat ramps it. in the yeah. summertime get that slime built on low oh, tide. Oh yeah. And we if have you don't have good yes. grippy shoes or even just even take if your you time. Do have you just take your time and you know the back flop before. You know, oh, and man. there's nothing worse than landing on your back on that concrete. I'm okay. <laughs> oh. You all right? You do Kat? the alley oop. Okay. When you do the alley oop and you're laying there and you go, I'm okay. <laughs> it's like what was it I was watching um, there there was a Netflix series about quarterbacks. I don't know if you guys have seen that. And they they highlight three quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins one of them. And I remember Kirk Cousin gets hit. He's laying on the field, and they walk over, and the guy walks in. What, what's wrong? I got the wind knocked out of me. I'm okay. I'll get up. I'm okay. Those guys get killed. A moment. I mean, yeah. A moment. Yeah. Give me a moment. I mean, Kirk Cousins probably. I'm just going to take a guess. Probably weighs two ten. He's right? tough, man. And and, and a and a three hundred pound lineman just falls on you. Knocks you out. So. Yeah. It, the wind's coming out of you, bro. Yeah. That's the worst feeling in the world. When you get the wind knocked oh, out of you. Oh, it's terrible. And you're trying to gain air. And you're... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> People are going, are you dying? No. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> can't freaking breathe. You're like, give me a minute. All right, let's take a break here on the Mimic <sighs> Viewing GMC Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. I'm Captain Kevin Favor, sitting with Captain Kirk Waltz, Captain Scott Shank. Hello. Jeff's got the day off. And, you know, we all do a lot of inshore fishing when you go up and around and, and, and you, you see a certain dock and you're like, wow, that's a that's art. Impressive. You know, and then you go to the next one, you're like, dude, I wouldn't even step yeah. on that. It looks dangerous, you know. If you have you that tetanus shot, if you step on that one, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If you if 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 you're the guy with that dock that that looks terrible, a tetanus it, shot. Yeah. C and H Marine. That's C and H Marine dot com. If you just go to their homepage and look at this dock that they have built, it, it's it's beautiful. Your brother's I mean, is gorgeous. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So. Anyway, if you need some dock work, CNH Marine. All right, let's go talk to Chris this morning. He's got a uh, bust in his rear end story. Morning, Chris. Well, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. Um, it's funny that you just spoke about dock. Uh-huh. Because I work at a marina, and one of the boats there had a diesel spill, and it sprayed all over the dock and was going in the water. Oh, man. I think so good. we were waiting We were waiting for somebody to come down, 
with the pigs in the soak pad, and I was trying to find the fella in the boat or try to get on the boat to turn those fuel tanks off. Right. And I was, it was spraying all over his ladder and everywhere. I was covered in diesel from the waist down. Ugh. And it was all over the dock. <sighs> and when the soak pads and the pigs came, I went over and started throwing soak pads down and was pulling one up. And because I had diesel all over me and there's diesel on the dock, I stepped on the rubber coping. Yeah. And I went right down on the side of the edge of the dock. Oh. And broke my hip. Oh, no. Oh, dang. That's, wow. That's, that's, that's a crazy story. And that's just your weight. Can you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, what else could have been? Bro- oh, that's bad. That's terrible. That's bad. Oh, it was. And I didn't, it was one of those things where I didn't realize that it happened. You know, I was in the, I was in the water, in the diesel water, floating around in the diesel water. Nasty. And I, and I used my arms, got back, tried to grab the cleat and pull myself back up on the cleat and went to raise my leg and there wasn't nothing happening. Oh no. Wow. Nothing happening. So, uh, two guys had to grab my arms and pull me out of there and it was a mess and i i mean i got further there's much more to the story and i'll just tell you real quick when when i got to the hospital the trauma ward they put me in and they stripped me naked to get all the diesel off me and five nurses came in Uh with these yellow big yellow cloths and i'm laying on this stainless steel table naked and i looked at them and i said this is nothing like the dream that I had. <laughs> You're going, holy smoke. What in the wild yeah. world of sports? Oh, I'm surprised my. you didn't break out the fire hose and the hazmat unit. Yeah, oh my God. Oh, oh, I got sprayed down too. I, it, was a, it was an experience, I must tell you. Wow. Unreal. And, and then now, now, I got a, now I got a fake hip. And your dream like got messed up. Of, yeah, you know what? If I have that dream again, I'm going to be in pain. That's right. You're going to smell diesel fuel. <laughs> yeah, I'll just smell diesel. And every time I go back to the hospital, you know what they call me? Diesel boy. Diesel boy. Up, diesel boy. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That is, that's a crazy God. story. And the stink you just left throughout the whole hospital, that diesel fuel. Because diesel just lingers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care who you oh, are. Oh, oh, the, the, oh, yes. The paramedics. The paramedics, when they came with the ambulance, were none too happy with me. No. Yeah, no. Talk about stinking the entire day. I mean, gosh. Oh, and the one, one, the one guy says, uh, "It's going to take us two weeks to get this smell out of here," and I'm uh. laying there in the ambulance <laughs> going, uh, 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 "Yeah, guys, yeah. I, I thought, sorry, sorry about your bejeepers, bro. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looked like a deer strapped to the hood of the old truck yeah. back in the day. <laughs> Exactly. Wow. Lights are blaring. You're strapped to the hood. <laughs> oh, that's a great story, Chris. Thanks, buddy. I mean, I think I'm glad. Right. You're, I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah. I'm I'm hobbling, but I'm 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 working. Okay, buddy. Good wow. for you. Wow. God bless you, man. Yeah, that's wow. uh, that's that's a story that beats mine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That- <laughs> yeah. I've done mine. I've done I've done two alley oops off the boat. I know I did one with Kyle one time, and we were pulling up to the boat dock. And that's 
going back, you know, 15 years ago when I used to wear flip-flops, and I don't wear flip-flops in a boat no No. More. Not at all. No, I do not wear flip-flops. And so we, he had backed the boat down in the trailer. I pulled the boat up on the trailer, and I was trying to unload from the boat bow onto the ground to get in the truck with him and put the edge of the flip-flop on the side of the gunnel and slipped and buddy it was 200 pounds going over the side like a wet bag of oh. potatoes and i hit that water it was about a, it was in it was in october so the water was cold and i <sighs> hit about six inches of water yeah. or less which wasn't enough and knocked the wind out of me and he comes <laughs> running up there he's like dad dad and he's chuckling and he's laughing and he's going Oh my God, are you okay? <laughs> and he's laughing. He's laughing. He's yeah. chuckling. He's like, Oh my God. And I said, Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'll be okay. I, I mean, I, I've I've always told my if you've heard it before, I'm sorry, but I, you know, I had two yellowfins, and they it was they were very easy to launch, and and they had both of them had spare tires, and the first. Oh, First, I know where this is going. The, yeah. first, the first boat that I had 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 a spare tire, and I would step on the spare tire, but it, it had a cable that through locked it, it lock, down from spinning. It locked it down from spinning, yep. and it was it was awesome, you know, because you know your rubber shoes and the tire, it, 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 it was so easy getting in and out of that boat. Anyway, I sold it, got a new one, almost identical boat, identical trailer, and uh, went to the first time that I launched it. You know, I'm, there's. All the guys underneath the gazebo, Dennis Goldstein and Ed, and you know, and they're this pretty boat, Captain Kevin, you know, and 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 nothing had changed, you know. I I I knew this boat backwards and forwards, and I uh, I went to step on that tire, and it didn't have that cable in it, Ugh. and and I did the the, the log roll for about one second. <laughs> you got maybe one stutter yeah, yeah, step. Yeah, you can yeah. see it with his arm yeah, going yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah, and I, and I went straight down, and my chin hit the. The side of the boat and busted, busted, just, just absolutely opened me up. And Dang then, it, man. and then my shins hit the the gunnels. No, the the trailer. The, oh. the, you know what I'm talking about? The the side of the trailer. Yeah. It just totally ripped them open. You know, and I'm I'm in the water. You know, literally on on my butt, and I'm I, I'm seeing stars, and you know they come down there, and they're laughing. You know, and I'm bleeding. <laughs> yeah, it was. Thank goodness it was. It was just a. Uh, um, um, I, I, I didn't have a charter. I was just putting the boat in the water to run it, mm-hmm. you know. So, obviously, went home and Kerry had to patch me up, and that was that was my worst. Well, you guys yeah. know I got a step that goes from my tongue of my trailer, yeah, back far to the bow, and it's great because yeah, I could just it's wide enough where you just sling your legs over the side, mm-hmm. and you step right on that step. And even in wintertime, I don't get uh, my feet I, I, wet. I, I walk right up there. I, I do get love on that idea. Ground. Yeah, I do love that idea. Like it's like so, a six foot step. Yeah, and it's I don't know twenty inches wide. Did you install that? Well, I had it. I I had it and done by B and B welding down in St. Augustine. Oh, you did. Okay. They they made it for me. Okay, and I it, it's it's bolted into my trailer, but it's been through five Sea Foxes now. So okay, it's, okay, okay. I don't so get a new trailer, one. It's right. the same. It's you just it's the, it. Yeah, it's it. Well, it's the same stuff made out of that the bleachers that are right behind you. It's that grading. Yep. yep. Foot grading. So it it has. It hasn't worn out yet, but right. I mean, it it probably wouldn't be a bad idea. But put the some, only thing about it is to put that rubber Velcro strips or something. Yeah, on to it. put yeah the the, the mm-hmm. stripping on there and stuff like that. The non skid, yep, little pads yeah. for it or whatever. But that's the greatest thing I've ever had done. And everybody that looks at it goes, "Dang, that is a pretty good idea." Yeah, I mean, it's a great but, idea. you know, you could just put a foot over and you're standing on a wide step. <laughs> Save you from being embarrassed. Yeah, 
I tell you what, the worst one of the worst ones I ever saw is when you and I were fishing with Kenny Krulich that one time. Oh gosh, I'll never forget oh, that. Gosh, that. Poor was Kenny, awful. And he was trying to put the boat back on the trailer. And was it your boat or? No, no it, it was so. It was his boat. His boat. Yeah, and he and he reached across the 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 top of the boat. Okay. To hook his chain up, yeah, yeah, his uh, underneath, up yeah, yeah, underneath, okay. yep. and his front bunk gave away. No and, way! And cut his, smashed his finger off. Smashed, not cut. Yeah, got caught between that and the roller. Yeah, yeah. Really? Oh, uh, yep. I, I was. I, I mean, I'm. I was trying to, and, and I see his finger, and, and he's just. He was an EMT. Well, that breakfast is good. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, Man. yeah, yeah. And, Yummy. And, 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 and he just, he just passed out. He just. He, and the only thing I heard him say is call 911. I mean, the three of us yep. were standing there, and it yeah. happened so fast. Yeah, yeah. It was like, what happened? Yeah. And then you see all the blood, and you're like, holy crap. Yeah. yeah it, it was, was terrible. Yeah, it was, it was, it was. It packing was of ice. Call 911. Oh, uh, there was no packing of ice. It was smashed. I mean, it wasn't. Oh, just it, all totally. Yeah. It was, it's yeah. Just wrap it up. Yeah, it was. Get it him was, to the. Yeah, yeah. I, I had forgotten about that. Thanks, Kurt. Yeah. That was <laughs> a long time ago. That was 20 something years ago. Yeah, God rest his soul. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He he uh, he he was he, he was a good dude. I mean, he it, was a real good. Dude. Yeah, yeah. We, we we had a lot of fun fishing together, and um, but that was that was. But you know what? Boat ramps are dangerous, bro. Well, you and know, as long I mean, as we've all done it, you know, it's, you know, it, yeah. something's gonna happen. I yeah. mean, we we we. We have to use our head and take yep. your time. That's what I said. Take your time. Don't get all in panic mode. But nope. like I said, I can. Get up on the trailer and be gone out of the way relatively quick. But in that same thing, right. even the, today, you've got to make sure you have sure footing all the time. We're right. not young anymore. We can't bounce. Like well, you the, said earlier, we're not bouncing back right now. Now it's at our be age. in a rush. Let, let, let me ask you this. You, you're, 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 you're pulling your boat up on the trailer, all right? Yep. And all of a sudden, some guy walks down the ramp or he's next to you in a boat and starts talking to you. I, it, it throws me distracting it's totally distracted me yeah i'm the same way because i have this routine of exactly what i want to do and i've done it every day yeah and then when somebody starts talking to me and and by the way if you're that person that's talking to me please don't think i'm rude yeah because i tune totally out and i will not talk to you until i literally get done let me get the boat on the the trailer and let me get you know off the ramp and i will get out of my truck and, and and talk to you but I have done some of the most stupid things, you know. When when people get to talking to me, I, I leave my motor on, yeah. leave the antenna up, leave the antenna up. I mean, you know, just you know, I mean, it's just the little things that we have. Weird. Uh, we have we have routine. Yeah. Well, it's a mental checklist that you're going through. That's right. And, yeah. and I have to tell clients a lot of times they'll walk down to the dock and they're standing over the top of you, right? Because they're ten feet up in right. the air and they're looking down. Hey, is there anything I can do to help? Right. You know, right. hey, I'm so and so. I'm your charter for today. I'm like, sir. I'll be right with you. Give me, give me five minutes. Yeah. I'll hold my hand up. I go, give me just a minute. Yeah, let me get it all organized, and I'll be right with you. Right, and I, I, that, exactly. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm always telling people that. Look, yeah. you want me to hook you up, Cap? Yeah. No, no, no. I got it. I got it. I'm right, right yeah, here, yeah, though. No, because no. It's, it's totally not my routine. Yeah. You know, even though the guy is as sweet as he could be, yeah. and walking down there in the water, I'm like, I, 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 I got it. Even, even pulling up to the dock, you know, people, you know, I'm like, I got it. You know, thank you. You know, but it's it's so weird. It, Even us doing things together, yeah. you know, it's the same way. It's yeah. not, uh, you know, I just, whatever, that's fine. I'll back your truck in, but 
You have. Yeah, what oh, you I'd do. love for you to back my truck in. You know, now now, now that that's different. You know, because but I'm I not can, touching anything else after my, that. I can do my checklist on the boat and everything, but if you want to back me in, hell, hell yeah. yeah. You know, the worst thing though, getting that help is, is, you know, I used to put those lockdowns on the back of the Pathfinder. Yes, so you've got those lockdown yep. straps. Oh gosh, yeah. Oh, so I want to help you, man. I, I, I've been with you a hundred times. I'll get in a truck, <laughs> and, they, and I, I got it. No, no, no. I'm gonna get in a truck. I'll back you down. You're going. Oh, there goes the routine. Yeah. Exactly. And all of a sudden, you know, you fire up the motor and you hit reverse and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not going anywhere. Come on, going. back a little bit more and, there, Jack. <laughs> oh. oh, I forgot to take the straps off. And then somebody like Jeremy Alvarez walk down and go, "Hey, Cap." Yeah. I'll go. I know. I, I know. know. Don't yeah. say it. Yeah. Don't say it. Straps are on. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yep. Scotty launched me last year, and he's walking back to the boat, and I'm like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? He's like, I'm bringing you your, your keys. I said, dude, you parked the truck in the wrong spot. You got to go back and dude, park it. Dude, he made me park it. Uh, he has one parking <laughs> spot that's his. It's underneath the light pole, the second light pole on the west side. That's right. Yeah, And I that's where exactly he's where at. And there's, Kirk, there's nobody in the first 20 parking spots. But I got to walk my happy butt, you know, yeah, uh, like 100 yards away because he has his own parking spot that's underneath right. the light pole. Yep. There's a sign there, and nobody gets to park there but him. But you wanted to help. Yeah, you wanted to help. You wanted to help. You know, do it right. And, and, and I'm like, by the way, you don't need to bring me my keys. You no. know where they are. You, you know just, where they are. Leave, yeah. them, leave yeah. them there. They're good. It's been a couple of years ago. Butch Garvin comes down there. And, oh, and but is Butch still around? He's still around. So he Gosh, comes down. It's been a few years man. ago, and he, he comes down, and he goes, Kurt. Let me park your truck for you. I go, no, no, you don't have to. No, I got it. I got it. I said, okay. Well, just grab my backpack out of the back seat. And he, oh, I got it. I got it. Mm-hmm. So he goes up and parks the truck. I come back eight hours later, and the wind is all down. <laughs> no way. Thank God nobody robbed me blind. I mean, I had extra checkbooks in there, an extra wallet with money oh, in it. Oh, man. Like, no way. I saw him like a the couple good of days. The good thing it didn't pour down Dude, rain. And- I appreciate the help, but next time can you – Put my Roll window. the windows up. Yeah. Like, what the what? I mean, God. Hey, you know. Oh, shoot. Oh, All right, let's go talk to Trina real quick before we take a break. Good morning, Trina. Hey, good morning. How you doing? We're doing good. Good. I was calling to talk about a fish tournament yesterday. Oh, okay. Did you fish? Yeah. Yeah. We got, I- we got a 36.63. Oh, that's wow. a good one. That's a good fish. That is a good fish. Yeah. Unofficially, we're in ninth. Oh, that's good. That's nice. Did y'all fish yeah. the beach or run offshore? The beach. Nice. Wow, that's a good fish. That's, on good, the that's a good fish on the beach. Yeah, and um, um, congratulations to my bud, Dan Crowley. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. 50, that fish, 50, oh, my gosh. 57.75. That's a record, isn't it? Yes. Is it unofficial? Is it, unofficial. Yeah. Okay. That's a tournament record. Yeah. So, so Trina, just a real quick story. I'm tarpon fishing. I'm uh, north of the gate station, right? I'm all by myself. And um, my guys that I'm fishing with, they're like, uh, do you know this guy? Because I wasn't watching. I turn around and I'm, I'm, here's a boat coming right at me. A, a, a beautiful boat. But I'm like, he's got to see me. You know what I mean? I mean, he can't. And he's still coming. And, and, uh, it pulls up right next to me, and it's Dan Crowley. I'm like, what's up, Crowley? Wow. About, nine, about 9.30 in the morning. Wow. He's like, we got her, bud. I'm like, did you get your good that one? That was yesterday? Yeah. 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 Was he all, did he, do you know where he caught that fish? No, 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 no idea. No, not, 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 a, not a clue. That's a beast. That is a beast. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a giant. Yeah, I, that's I, a I, I think I've caught one that I've, I've estimated at 60 pounds, but I didn't put her on the scale. Um, 
but I, I, that's just that's just a, and to catch that in a tournament is unbelievable. Oh. I want to talk to him because I don't understand why he went back to the chum hole and threw out one line and hung for three hours. Well, he didn't have nothing else to do. Yeah, I would have been. I would have I'm not saying that, but I dang sure would have been anchored two feet off of that dock where I could have <laughs> swam that fish. Well, he's got twins. He's got yeah. a nice elephant. Yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least he at least he went back that's, to the chum hole. That's true. Yeah. Well, and there's there's aggregate anyways. So yeah. I mean. Yeah. Very cool. We fished right up until the end, trying to get a, get one to go with ours. We lost one in the morning. Um, my line broke. Oh. Kind of discouraging. Then we got a shark. The bait was plentiful. We got all kind of bait right there um, just north of Fort George. Very cool. Um, up there by the Smiley Base House. Yeah. That's that, and that's where we caught that fish. That's that's great. That's a great fish. Congratulations, Trina. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Have a, have a great day. All right, let's take a quick break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Ruder. If you want to give us a call, 641-1010. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Ruder. And, and Chris, I was just... Uh, Looking, at, I was asking Scotty about his shoes. You see him, he's all hip, man. Ooh, what's he rocking? He, he's got the Hey Dudes from any oh. city bottom in Hagen Coastal Outfit. There thought, you go. Yeah. Look at that. Country come to town. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, fished with um, a gentleman by the name of Adam this week, and he went to the grand opening at Callahan. He's from Callahan. Oh, oh nice. nice. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. He, nice. He's like, dude, the new store is amazing. Sweet. And, and he said he saw logs there. Oh, good. Yep. Oh, wow. Yep. So, all, all all good stuff. Hagen Coastal Outfitters. Let's go talk to Brian. He wants to do a little tournament talk this morning. Good morning, Brian. What's up, fellas? What's up, buddy? Oh, licking my wounds, going to clean the boat. Okay. So, you all must have run offshore. No, actually, we didn't, Kurt. We, uh, I stayed I stayed at the inlet all day, at, at Ferndina all day long. Well, until about 2.30, they ran the Nassau Sound. Um. During the junior angler, man, we had a real good bite. We we caught four fish um, on the junior angler and lost two really nice fish to a bad batch of fluorocarbon. Y'all ever had a bad batch of fluorocarbon? Yes. Oh yeah, bad batch of line. I, I you know I put about thirty thirty five foot of fluorocarbon on, and both of these fish broke right in the middle of the floor. Oh, so, you, know, you, you know, it wasn't tail whipped or anything like that. And you, you know, the good tone, when, when that fish gets to running east, you know, it's, you know, it's better than what you've been catching. And, uh, we lost two of those. So we went back there, uh, first thing yesterday morning and just the bite just wasn't the same, you know, uh, it, it, it's, it's real. It really waned off on the beach this, this week, Brian, for, for everybody. I mean, there was, there was a few fish caught. I mean, you know, you, you put, yeah. I don't know, hundred boats on the beach or something. Somebody's going to catch one, you know. Um, yeah. But it, it uh, uh, there there was a few fish caught yesterday. It was better yesterday than yeah. than than the rest of the week. Uh, I I I don't think I caught a kingfish on the beach this week. I basically just went tarpon fishing. Yeah, it sounds like you got a little pool down there towards your area too. A a, a school of boats. No. <laughs> Water temperature. Water temp. Um, so it's 83, 84. Yeah. 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 I talked to, uh, Tim Price was down there yesterday 
He said it was uh, 79 and a half, 80. Well, where was he at? Yeah, didn't see that. Captain South. No, I was no. right there yesterday. <laughs> no. His, his temperature gauge is, is off. Because I was I was right there yesterday, eighty three, eighty four degrees. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, gotcha. I mean, I fished the beach with you yesterday, Brian, <clears throat> and I was in there for shoot an hour, hour and a half. I didn't get a sniff. Yeah, I, it seems like it was an afternoon bite, at least around Nassau. Um, I talked to a couple guys that've been there in the morning, and uh, they didn't have much. And it seems like around that around that tide change, you know, like it usually does right there at Nassau Sound, it it, it went off a little bit, but uh, we. We stumbled across. We I think we had a twenty-eight and a twenty, so I think we're gonna cash a check right there twentieth. But uh, you know, good good for everybody that caught fish. That's a that's a fish of a lifetime in a tournament. Uh, what Dan Crowley and them boys did. Unreal for Northeast Florida. I, the way I feel, Northeast Florida, it is. That's a monster. You know? how, how Brian and, and I haven't even looked at the leaderboard. Um, how many forties were caught? Because I got a lot of pictures of big fish. Well, it's hard to tell. Uh, Kevin, because some oh. of those forties went over to aggregate. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, uh, that that makes sense. That 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 makes sense. Um, what was what was first what was first prize? Uh, I think it's a twenty-five contender. Okay, nice. Yeah, I believe so. There was so there was three fifties, and Chris's was a couple ounces off of being a fifty. So say four fifties. <laughs> really? Incredible. Yeah. Wow. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I and, and and I hate to say it, and and I I did say this in, in a text of my buddies, but that's the reason for beach tournaments, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, oh, I, I agree. you know, it's 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 uh, everybody every everybody's got a chance. I mean, these guys with these bigger boats, especially yesterday, it was rough. It was rough offshore. I mean, no, you it know, was. You it was weren't you, you know you weren't going out there in a, in, a, in a bay boat. No, um, and uh, not past nine mile at least. That's right. Yeah. So, Brian, yeah. let me ask you. Yeah. What is the there? Is there any? What's the zones in this tournament? Is there any zones? Yeah. Good question. Yeah, there, there's a north and south zone. That's it. Oh. So what? Down to Ponce or something? Up to Brunswick? I, I, I think it, I think it's Ponce to Brunswick. I'm pretty Ponce sure. Ponce to Brunswick. Okay. That's a big area. It's a large area to cover. <laughs> hey Brian, how how much? And if there's no east boundary. That's right. There you go. That's yeah. what. It, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. How much more did that that kingfish weigh than the tournament record? I think a pound or so, wasn't it, Kevin? Wow. Really? I would have thought it'd been more. No, I think there was a fifty-five caught years ago. Okay, because yeah. I was thinking maybe fifty-two, like Kirk was thinking. Yeah, I, that's I was thinking what I was maybe thinking. fifty-two, fifty-three at yeah. best for. I'm just saying for Northeast Florida, that's a hell of a fish because you you fifty-seven. That's those a kind giant of fish, fish come man. out of the Keys or come yeah, out yeah. of Alabama. Yeah, you know Mississippi right. stuff like that. You don't hear of a, a very many uh, Atlantic. King Atlantic kingfish yeah. that big, I'm, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah, that's a stud. That is. How would you, you like imagine the guy that had that fifty-four? You're sitting there at the dock saying, "I got this, I got this," I, and the boat right in front of you pulls that thing out. That, I, 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 I said the same thing. I had that conversation with Kerry last night. I'm like, "Can you imagine <laughs> throwing a fifty-four up there, going get?" Get you some of that, yeah, boys. boys yeah, boys. Here I am yeah, now. You got yeah, the music playing yeah, loud. Pull up to the dock. And, and not, you don't just, the, 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 you know, Crowley doesn't just squeak out a win. He beats you by four no. pounds. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, can you imagine that deflating feeling when you see Crowley pull that out of the bag? You're yeah. like, uh oh. Oh, yeah. I've been <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. Give me a beer. I've been in first place thinking you got it licked. Oh, yeah. and some you guy walks there. up there oh, yeah. with a 13 something pound sheephead. You're going, what the, what the heck? <laughs> 
<laughs> you got to be kidding me. Now, Brian, my biggest kingfish that I've ever caught is actually 36 and three-quarter pound, three, 36.71. I caught them in Jacksonville Kingfish Tournament in 1989, 90. What does that fish look like when it rolls up? Can you guys only describe it? 57? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, okay. eight feet long. You think it's a wahoo? You're thinking. Where where, where they are. It's, no, it's, well, yes. I mean. So, well, I can tell you out where he was at, there was two Wahoo caught over 75 pounds. Golly, yeah, insane. but I'm just, I mean, that thing's got to be like seven, eight foot long. It, it, it's a it's a fat fish. So Yeah, it's so, a fat so, fish. So, so it, it's, it's, not, it's not that long. Oh, it ain't? Yeah, uh -oh. it's not that long. They're fat. Yeah, all they're, you're they're thinking is like don't miss it with the gap. Yeah. That's what you're right. thinking. Don't miss it. Yeah. There he is right there. Yeah. That's a porker. Gosh. Yeah. Wow, what a fish. That's a cigar fish. And I that's, a, I mean, one. it's so, I'm really, Kevin can tell you, Brian, I'm really bad at gauging kingfish. I'm getting a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. Stop, Kevin. Everybody is. But when you look at a fish and a grown man, now a grown man that has normal size hands, when he can't get two hands around his tail when he picks them up, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a 40 pounder. Yeah. Straight up. Well, 40. And I, can, I can tell you this, Scotty, those boys, right, the Crowleys are big kids. Big guys, gentlemen, I should say. So that that picture does not do do that fish justice because there's a, those are some big boys, and, and really you couldn't have had it to go to a nicer family. They are they've been oh, hundred percent agree. Yeah, hundred percent. Yep, yep. Okay. I, I tell you what, Crowley knows how to catch big fish, man. Yeah, he is. He does. I mean. He, he, he either he's got really good numbers or something because he's caught a lot of big fish. Well, uh, Brian, I think you're going to agree with me. You guys have learned this big king fishing through wahoo fishing out on, on uh, out, out there. Mm -hmm. You cannot tell me any different that you don't because the blue runners are still there in the winter time and all this. And whether you are pulling baits or you're high speeding over these spots, once you catch a wahoo in February, that kingfish is there in June. I'm right. just telling you. A hundred percent. Brian, the, the, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I, I got to ask you this. How much has Seymour helped the, the king fisherman? A lot. Yeah, I thought so too. A lot. Because you, you, now, you, before, yes, you knew you could see what the structure was and, and you could see the bait there, but now it's so much more defined. You can tune in your ledges and your breaks in the bottom to where you – you just knew that there was a ledge. Right. You didn't know what it was. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It, it has really, and, and each year they keep updating and updating and updating these tips. <laughs> it's just getting more and more information for us fishermen. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. All right, buddy, we're going to let you go. We appreciate it. Thanks, All right. Brian. All right, man. Thanks, yep. So we're going to go talk to Jim, and he wants to talk yellow flies and skeeters. Well, That's right up Kirk's alley. We, yeah. we, we know all about that. <laughs> Good morning, Jim. Hate him. Good morning, guys. Hey, I listen to you guys every Saturday. Thank well, you. Thank you. We appreciate that. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you a question. You guys ever heard about musk oil? Musk oil? It's out of Canada. Yeah. Um, can't I say. I've heard, of it, yeah. I've heard of it, but I've never heard of yeah. using it on. Okay. So tell me about musk oil. I'm from Missouri. We used to go hunting up there. We put that stuff on. No chiggers, no mosquitoes, no bugs, no nothing going to mess with you. Okay, so when you say put that stuff on, is it an oil? Is it a spray? What? No, it's an odorless oil. It's, uh, it's not oily at all, but you just put it on your on your clothes, on your hands, 
and around your neck, you really ain't got to do that. So and, and you, you, that you, you, you're telling me it seriously will keep yellow flies away? Not a problem. Okay. We got we got big deer in Missouri, and it won't nothing will mess with you. Okay. And, uh, okay. I'm go. I, I I am going to. I'm, I'm going to order some. And and I'm gonna put it to the test, maybe even this weekend, because I'm 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 going mowing, and 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 Kirk will tell you this time of year when you're mowing, they get right in the middle of your back, yeah, and and you can't get rid of them, and they're lighting you up. Now is this so odiferous it runs your friends off? All depends who they are. They got beer or not. <laughs> I mean, I've smelled some stuff that people put on. I'm like, don't come near me. I mean, what the world did you put on? I no, mean, it don't get no smell or nothing. Oh, really? No smell? It's okay. odorless. Odorless. I, well, I like it better then. Yeah, try that stuff. I guarantee you. Musk oil. Okay, okay. musk oil. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Check it out. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to smell woodsy, you know? Well, I got some really good friends with Scotty Products and Scotty Downriggers that live in Canada. Yeah. I'm texting him right now. Okay, see if, see if they know yeah, anything about, about muscle. Muscle. All right, all right, Jim. We'll let you know. We will do some outdoor show research, and um, well, I'll, I'll let you know if it works. Yes, sir. I'll now, I'll if it burns know. my skin off, I'm going to yeah, call I'm you. I'm calling you. No, <laughs> it don't do nothing. Okay, it buddy. Just keeps the bugs away. All right, all right, all right. I like it. Thanks, thanks. That's kind of, not a problem. All right, buddy. Yeah. You guys have a good week. Be right, careful yeah, the water. Yes, thank sir, you, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're true. And, and, Scotty, I can remember the first time that Kirk brought the thermosel in. We're like, you're, that's yeah. a joke. I, everybody that's, thought it was a remote. Yeah, yeah. Was that a TV it, remote? Yeah, yeah. So so I, I am not afraid because, by the way, thermosel attracts yellow flies. <laughs> they don't oh, care. They'll go dive right through it, yeah, man. Yeah, I've never seen anything that will deter a yellow fly. And the, if, 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 if this works, I'm going to – I'm going to have Kerry rubbing on my back with muscle. There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Now, wow. Uh, I'm sorry. Right. I'm trying to text this. I'm trying to text Ryan. I Man, just, that's the best pickup yeah, line ever. I, that one, hey. that hey, one just You want to rub right my there. back with <laughs> muscle? muscle? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to go to the barf. Oh, that's 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 good stuff. All right, let's take a break. And when we come back right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, about the Bob Duck Duck Rooter, we got a ring power tip of the week. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Welcome back. To the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter, and that's now it's time for your, your your ring power tip of the week. And and when whenever we get done with the uh, ring power tip of the week, um, we're we're going to uh, do a little um, research on this muscle from our roaming reporter Harold sent me a description of what exactly musk oil is. Okay. Okay, but first. Captain Kirk is is you, your ring power tip of the week. Yeah, um, just recently I decided that I needed to put a little bit of wax on the boat. And I know I've had Amy over at Atlantic Coast Marine before. She's worked on my boat a couple times. Uh-huh. And when we had the wrap on it the one time, she said, look, when you take the wrap off, we need to go ahead and wax the boat. I said, well, what do you recommend? And she said, woody wax. And it's a pretty easy uh application for your boat because it's not one of those kind of waxes that you put on there right and you've got to let it dry to a haze 
and then you got to rub the crap out of it right. to put it on there. Right. You take the woody wax. <laughs> you guys. What? Y'all are so juvenile. Anyway. That's true. You spray, you, spray it on, you spray it on a towel, and you wipe it on, and really within about 20 minutes, you can just take and wipe the whole boat down, and it's really good stuff. So I you like don't it. spray it directly, the woody wax, onto you, the, you can, the boat? You can, but you really don't. You don't have to. You, you just spray it on a towel. But do you have to rub it hard? No, you don't. Oh, okay. You really don't. It's one of those kind of waxes that you don't have to bear down and pull the buffer out and do all that stuff. And That's actually kind of nice. It is nice. So my Agreed. daughter came over and did the whole boat for me, did the center console, waxed wow. the whole boat. Your, your, your daughter did? Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the boat looks pretty good. So okay. There's your uh, ring power tip of the week. And it's not... I think the only place I could find it was West Marine. I think it's twenty-five to thirty dollars a bottle. Yeah, but it goes, what's it called? Woody Wax. Woody Wax. Woody Wax. Woody Wax. And there's a picture of it on our Facebook page, folks. Yeah. Go to ringpower.com and see how they have, have to offer. Um, so I I, um, I got I got a text from Jeez. from our roaming reporter Harold. Harold. Yes. Oh, here's another one. Yeah, and and he said, "What is um, Woody Wax?" No, he no what said, is? Yeah, he said, he said, "What is musk oil?" So here's the the definition of musk oil. Uh, musk is obtained from the musk pod, a perpetual gland in a pouch or sac under the skin of the male musk deer. Fresh musk is semi-liquid but dries to a grainy powder. It is usually prepared for use in perfumes. By making a tincture in pure alcohol. Yeah, that doesn't uh, sound very appealing. <laughs> um, well, I, 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 just I, I you. mean, I got a text back from our good friends up there in Canada, an A, and he has no idea. He has no idea. He hit me with the A. Oh, okay. So anyway, I, so I'm gonna, know. I'm gonna, you know, I have to look around a little bit. Yep, yep, yep. Find out where we can, because I'm just telling you right now, if there's anything out there that will deter yellow flies, I'm all in. Yeah, you go into a creek this well, not even this time of year, but coming in September and stuff when we start back inshore fishing. They're terrible. They're terrible in oh. those creeks in September and stuff like that. I mean, yep. they land on your teeth. I mean, they're you're swatting and oh, they're nasty. And 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 they will light you up and leave the biggest welt. Well, oh, they just hurt. Yeah, when nope. they bite. You know, they nope. just bear down on you so hard. Yeah, yep. you know, Golly. because I think our 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 hands. It's a, you know, our skin is in the sun so much. Sometimes I don't feel them. No. And, and then when I do, it, and you smash him, and and it's like you got to be kidding me. How long has he been there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How long has he been bearing down on my backside? <laughs> yeah, right. You know. Hey, well, it's, when you say that, it was funny because I had went and did some blood work the other day, and the nurse goes, "Damn, I got to get a sharper needle. You just dulled this one." <laughs> yeah, because because, because our, skin. Our, we, our skin's like leather being in the sun so long. She says. Damn, I usually use whatever this needle. She says, I got to go to the upgrade a little bit. She just dulled the point of this one. Sorry. Not to change something, but did you guys see yesterday that video? I think it was in Wisconsin of the hailstorm. Yes. No. Yes, it was on the news. Kurt. Kurt. I didn't see it. Softball. Yes. Really? Breaking windshields like nobody's business. It was, it was, it, it, I'll, I'll, if it's still on there, I'll show it. I saw it on the Weather Channel. Oh my God. Yeah, no, hey, well, that would, that would news. kill you. I mean, Can literally. Can you imagine getting hit by one of no, those coming it, out of the it, air? It, it's it's got to be doing some ungodly miles an hour and, and, and comes down and hits you on the head. I mean, I mean it or breaks your hand. arm. I mean, you it was as big around as my hand. Yeah. And, and, and they had the video, Kirk, over a lake. And it, it was it was Two foot wild. waves whenever they hit, whenever that thing it hit was, the water. Yeah. It was, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I mean, I've seen I've seen some some decent size hail. Probably probably the 
the scaredest of, of, of a storm. Whoa, thanks, Kurt. One, one, one that one of the is I was hunting with my great buddy Kevin Tiabin in Kansas, and whenever he picked me up from the airport in his truck, his, his truck was like it, it. It just looked like it was destroyed. As a matter of fact, they they the, the insurance claim was that that it was totaled. But it was in a hailstorm. Oh wow! And before he could get underneath the bridge, and he, I think he had just had his windshield replaced and stuff. But I mean, so and he was describing this storm, and I'm like, dude, that's that's crazy. Well, anyway, a couple of days later, I'm in a tree stand, and when I tell you I'm in a tree stand, I'm in the only tree oh, yeah, for how, miles. That's really? Like, that's, that's how it is out west. Yes, for there for are no miles. trees. There's no trees. There's, There's no the, freaking trees. No. Out there. So when you find one, it's, it's right, it's, and, and, and it was down in the little valley. Okay, and and um. And 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 he dropped me off, and drove to another tree, which was ten miles, and he was in a ground blind, so he he couldn't see what what I was seeing, right? And uh, so I hear this rumbling coming from the the west, and he texts me. He said, "Are are you okay?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm I'm okay for right now. I was seeing deer. Deer were moving." And because I was down in a valley, all of a sudden this black cloud comes up over this valley. And is, I mean, this is dry front. Three o'clock in the afternoon, and bro, it starts lightning like nobody's business, like nothing. And I'm in the only tree, literally for miles. Yeah, you're getting down. So so I I get down, I get underneath the, the, the stand. Well, I'm thinking, well, that's pretty stupid, and I'm texting him, dude, you got to come get me. Well, he's in the ground blind. He can't see any of this, and I'm like, Kevin, you got to come get me, yeah. and it is, it, it is popping lightning, and i got to make it to the road, which is three-quarters of a mile, you know, walking back in this. It is torrential, and I'm, I'm thinking of this hail, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, that, that, that just happened to him 10 days ago. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking if it starts hailing like that, I'm dead. I mean, because there's no way you can get away from that. Yeah. But – how, and now when you get down and you're walking through the fields, now you're still the highest thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm literally crawling, I, I, I'm crawling, trying to get back to the road with my bow. And 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 when he when he got there, I was kind of in the fetal position. I had my head between my knees and I was just praying, you know, because it was. And 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 he he gets out of the truck and he goes, "Oh my God!" He goes, "I had no idea this was before my radar, right? Right? If I'd have seen that coming." I would have, I, I would have, ne- yeah, I would have never have done that. But that's that's crazy. That's scariest. And and, and I was thinking about that that hailstorm that, that that he had just gone through. And, and if it, if it started hail, I mean, hell, if it starts hailing quarter size hail, yeah, right. You know, it, it, it's not Can it's not going to be good. They said there's so much damage that was up there. You know, well, it, billions you know, of dollars worth that, of damage. That year they didn't that. they didn't even hardly have any pheasant. It killed them all. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. In, in his area, yeah, yep, yep, killed killed all the pheasants. I tell you what, I got caught in a in a bad storm one time running in from offshore, and we got hit with hail, and that was did the you most, really uh, offshore? Man, it was so uncomfortable. I mean, it came down, and it was you know it, it was what it was, and you know you're you're th- you're thinking to yourself, what are you going to do? I mean, you could slow down and right. try not to get hit, but you we got we got pelted pretty good. Wow, I mean, it beat us up pretty good. That's the. Dude, it was freaking did, cold. Yes, 
Oh my gosh! Yeah. I mean, it's one minute you're you're sweating you're your butt off because right. you're in the summertime. Next thing, this thunder boomer comes up, and it's got hail in it, and it's like holy crap! Going from one being uncomfortable, being you've too been, hot. You've been caught in some bad storms. It's just it's just draw the card. You know, you you fish outdoors or you're outdoors for any length of time. It's yeah. going to happen. You yep. know. Oh, I know that was that, that was the worst one. That that was the, the scariest. Uh, that I've been when I was on land. Yeah. You know, I've been in some some horrific storms offshore that you, you guys have been there. I mm-hmm. mean, it just, it, you know, it, they, they come up on you so fast. And uh, I, I'll never forget the Colt and I were fishing juniors tournament in Ancient City. And we were at, we were at Matanzas. Right. And, and the bite was on. It was him and I, man. We, just the two of us. And, and there, was, there was a storm coming, but it was – you know, like, seriously, it was on the other side of 95, and it was still blue skies around us. And this lightning hit, like, east of the Matanzas Bridge through blue skies. And it, it, That's uh, the scary ones. It, 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 it scared him so bad. He's like, Dad, we, we, we got to go, <laughs> you know. Um, but that was the scary one. Yeah, it's weird how you remember those specific oh, yeah. storms like that, you know, but, uh, and, and he and I, we, like I said, we were having so much fun. We were catching kingfish and he's like, dad, we've already had a good day. Can we go? And I'm like, yeah, cause he was, he was spooked yeah. because it, it did. It came out of a pure bl- blue sky. Right. I've been hit twice on the sport boats coming home. Wow. And one of them went out the, they came, hit, both of them hit down, I hit the outriggers. Both of them hit the outriggers, came down and went out the side of the boat there and then the other one hit and went somehow went straight through everything and ended up catching my batteries on fire down in the hole oh, wow wow so it shut you down obviously. oh i was had to get towed home mm. yeah the compression system uh, suppression system came on to put the fire out in the bilge wow that's not that's Twice. that's spooky. yeah that's not good and and the funny thing was i'm just telling you this is at least what i what you know what i remember is you drove with your feet. You were you had rubber boots on or rubber sole shoes on. You never touched metal, and you drove with your feet through those storms and or nothing at all. And uh, you just you did you, you, again. It was I never heard the boom. All you saw was you know <laughs> a bright light, and right. that was all you saw. You never heard really? a boom or nothing like that. I never knew I was. I mean, never knew you got struck until the boat shut down. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, I mean because you, you know nothing. the one that hits in the backyard, Kirk. Yeah, it boom. But you know I, mean, I mean, being it's, it's right there yeah, on top of right. you. Everything's blinded and deafened. You don't. You know. You just. It's kind of like shooting a gun, where you're, you know, doing target practice before you start your hunt, and yeah. you feel everything. But when the animal steps out, you don't. Right. You don't yeah. remember <laughs> the shot because whatever. And that, I, that's that's the best description I can give it to you. Mm. Either that, or you blacked out for. Maybe yeah. the light's so bright, or so, I don't yeah. know. That's yeah. crazy. That but is no, crazy. It, it 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 somehow bypassed going out the and boat, it, and it never hurt anybody. Nope. Wow. Because everybody, thank goodness, you know, I mean, had. Ro- I but hate lightning. No, I the, know. That's I mean, the worst. there's sometimes when you know that it's getting close because it it was the story. I mean, at least the story is true. Your hair will start feel. You'll start. You'll start yeah. feeling uh, weird. Uh, yeah, yeah. You'll start feeling weird. You'll hear your rod tips buzzing. You'll hear the yeah. antenna on the boat buzz. Yep, mm-hmm. been there, done and, that. And no damn good and well that, okay, boys, yeah. we're going to lay the antenna down. We're going to put the rods <laughs> down. I want you guys to sit down. Yeah. 
And uh, again, you know, there's nothing you can do. I got you're gonna come home in it. You're not gonna stop. Yeah. There's no. I mean, you can't stop. Chum fishing off of Lighthouse with Dennis Goldstein. Storm coming, and he, he called me on the radio. He goes, "Do you hear that?" I'm like, "Yeah." And his rods were buzzing, and my rods were buzzing, and I looked over at the lady that was fishing with me, and her hair, hair was standing out, standing out. And I'm like, "Really?" I'm like, "Everybody we, down. We, we got to go." I yeah. mean, it, it, yeah. Oh, it was. It was crazy, yeah, really crazy. You know, I mean, literally, her hair, and she didn't even know it. Yeah, static it, electricity. Yeah, static electricity. <laughs> and the yeah. worst thing is the twenty or thirty minutes before a major, like we had ten days ago, or whatever, mm-hmm. where there's fifty, sixty knot winds. There was boats that were flipped over out of St. Augustine. I know that got caught in those storms coming in from offshore, and there was one or two boats um, that flipped out of St. I mean, nice boats. I mean, like contenders and stuff like that that couldn't take the yeah. seas and the wind and rolled over. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a so it's, I mean it's, I'm it's not a, a big a fan totally... of storms. I'm in every day before noon. Well, you know we live in Florida, and it's kind of like the lightning capital of the world. And yeah, when, when the storms start popping up, you've got to. And in today's technology, I think we talked about it. One of the gear tips last week was my radar app or some kind of radar app on your cell phone. Totally saves us. It does. Yeah. Just bring it up, look at it, and if it's coming. Go in. And I got the weather alert, too. If it Just comes off on my phone, it, hey, know? you know, severe thunderstorms are within 25 miles of you or whatever. It's like, okay, time to go home. You know, have your buddies call you, too. <laughs> it's slow anyway, guys. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the captains, when they go in early, you know, we'll tell the other guys, look, we'll keep an eye on the weather, and if we see something pop up from the house, we'll send you a text. Well, it's always, it's always the guy that goes to 21 bottom that we can't get a hold of. And it's Ricky. Yeah, <laughs> it's Ricky. It's Hollywood. Yeah. All the stinking time. Yeah. And I'm on him right now because yeah. he's – he needs to get that um, out of texting his, uh, of no. Well, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He needs to get that that S- serious, serious weather. Well, no, but satellite satellite texting that you could text back and forth when you're offshore. Yeah, right. Yeah. That you pay, you know, it's whatever twenty five fifty dollars, whatever it is a month. Right. Um, I agree. But boats like that, you got to have something that I can at least say, hey, look, it is really, really bad. You need to. Start heading north, start heading south, yeah. so, get around it, just, whatever. Uh, and then we can take a break. But I fished with Captain Ricky Papour, Doug Wenzel, Dr. Carrasco, um, and and Travis Tabor. We went to 21 Bottom. We were 40-something miles. And and I, you know, at, at, at noon, I'm like, I'm looking to the west, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I'm like, Ricky, I know we're 42 miles, but those clouds are building, all right? Yeah, we need if, to if, go. If, yeah, if we're, you know, if you want to fish for a few more minutes, but to be safe, because we've got an hour yeah. to go in, you know, we, we, we need to go, yeah. you know? And he's like, yeah, I see a building in there. But, you, you know, you don't have any radar on it. I mean, all right. you see is those big white clouds bu- building up. Yep. It's, it's, it's time to go. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. 100%. Don't, I don't want to be caught in that again. Better be safe than sorry. No, no question. All right, let's take a quick break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Nemnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And uh, a, a big thanks, you know, it, it's it, we, we, we talk about this all the time, that uh, we have become friends with our sponsors. I mean, oh, yeah. uh, you know, they're, they're, they're part of our lives. And, and uh, just in, in, in the last, uh, I don't know, three months or so, I've, I've had some serious emergencies for plumbing <laughs> issues. You know, my main line broke one time. 
That's oh, yeah. the worst. Yeah, it's the worst. And then the other one was the pump go out. Uh, some pump. Some pump go out. You're like, you got to be kidding me. So your house is backing up. And you're like, oh, come on. That, dude, 862-6769. Just, just call Duck Duck Rooter. They, they were there that day. They took care of it and uh, handled it. So good good folks. I'm going to work on another sponsor for us. Okay. A water sponsor. A, a, a water sponsor. Water. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Boy, yeah. you sure suck down a few of those. Yeah. 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 They so would they I'm would thinking, they, they would make yeah. their money back. Yeah. I don't know. They, yeah. Thinking that we need to make some phone calls. Definitely be using their product. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, really? Oh, Trust yeah. me, I'll highlight yeah, you. Come on. Yeah. You're saving my life right now. It's the truth. It's yeah, the between the, that and G two Gatorade and a little Pedialyte in the morning, life's good. Hey, did y'all uh I know that Jeff just celebrated his birthday on Tuesday, but did y'all have a chance to Look at the video it was awesome. that the Jaguars sent to Terror uh, that they that awesome. she posted up. It was awesome. It was. Did you see it, Scott? No, you haven't seen it. Yeah, no, it's it's a it. really it's the few tackles that he made. You know, I have not. I have not. Oh <laughs> yeah, gosh, just a handful. Boy, you had to say that. <laughs> wow. Oh, I'm out of here now. I'll start next Saturday off with a bang. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really short video. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Uh, there's one. But there is there is one there is one scene where he tackles a guy two times. Long the same quarterback, right? They, tackle. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was really cool to see the history because it's been a long time since yes. we've seen him play and and you know, I thought I thought it was well put together and kudos to the Jaguars uh for being able to piece that together and yeah. send that to her and God, that's old film too up. when you think about it. Yeah, it is old film. I mean, I mean, the guy's sitting there hand-rolling it. <laughs> <laughs> so that, uh, would, that would have been 95, 96? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Cool stuff. Yeah, it was It was, It was. was cool stuff. You know, kind of like, uh, felt like I was watching the old, what was that old show, the NFL Films? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it's NFL. Steve, yeah, it was. Steve, yeah. what was that guy's name? Steve Sable. Steve yeah, Sable. Steve Thanks, Sable. Chris. Man, I used to love that. You know, Ray Cap playing for the Minnesota Vikings. And you're like, wow, you know? I mean, we're going back. Van Turkington. Yeah. Johnny Unitas. I mean, we're going back, folks. You know, but if you look, Chris, if you look at that video, right? Right. And you you can literally see how much more violent the game was then. Oh, one hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. They tried yeah. to kill quarterbacks. Yeah. Can you imagine they, back absolutely. in the day with the leather helmets They're and stuff like that? Whacked. Like, watch, that's, that's you know? I'm just talking in in, in no, the nineties and early two thousands, man. I mean, I'm just they would. Way back when. That's when. That's when you men know, were men and boys were boys. When, when dudes started like getting in like serious shape, you know oh, what I mean? That's right. and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and and oh my gosh. And and I, I literally I was watching that I was like wow that's some that's that's a, that's a different that's a different football game than, well, than than what we watch now we're a little we're a little off track right now but I'm telling you I mean Netflix this week I had had a day off and I watched Quarterbacks which mm-hmm. is a, a documentary film that Peyton Manning put together of three quarterbacks which is uh, um, Patrick Mahomes um, Kirk Cousins and Ray. What is it? He played. Uh, he was, no, 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 no. It was. Um. It was. It was the. Uh, the old Tennessee Titans quarterback, and, and then he and, went to and, the and, uh, Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons. Falcons. Yeah. Uh, and he was Heisman Trophy winner. Who, yep. Come on, Chris. Who are we talking about? I, he uh, was from Hawaii. Uh, oh, I can't believe it. Anyway, uh, um, such a football nut. And Ray uh, Ray Marcy. No, no. Um, you know, somebody will text us. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, you watched it. 
I watched it, and it was a, if anybody has a chance to watch the documentary, it does show that you know how hard those guys practice. Yeah, how how hard of a lick those quarterbacks. I mean, you figure they are the the only unexposed player on the field that mm-hmm. that you know that they're the center of attention. You know, they've got the ball, and guess what? If they've got the ball, they're going to get hit. And some of the hits they were taking, they were showing those up close. Holy smoke! Yeah. Man. I, I, I have no problem with the rules of protecting the quarterback now. I don't, I don't either. Yeah. No, but think about the punt returner, too. You're talking about a guy screaming down 60 yards yeah. at full speed and hitting right. that poor punt returner in Marcus, the middle of the thing. Marcus Mariota. Marcus. Yeah. Marcus, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. All right, let's go talk to Rick this morning here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Ruder. Good morning, Rick. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, Man, I beat it out of here last weekend to avoid snapper season. Went to the Keys for a few days. And if you think it was hot here, it was hotter down there. Oh, really? Oh, my God. We <laughs> um, So we booked two days um, fly fishing uh, with an expat from St. Augustine, uh, Captain Chris Robinson. Been down there 40 years. You know, looking for the Grand Slam. And uh, we got the visual Grand Slam, but... As usual, my wife schooled me and caught the, the biggest bonefish. Um, Good for her. Nice. And uh, But, man, it was hot. It was like 87 at night at 92 in the daytime. So is that um, is that is that prime? I mean, that's going to be terrible for fly fishing, right, on the flats when it gets that hot? No, it actually that we were, um, you know, the permit go offshore and yep. spawn late spring, and they're starting to come back in. So it's off-season, so... You know, the, the fish are out there. What what was really uh, eye-opening was the water was clear, and it, the wind direction, you know, depending on which key you're fishing and which little nook and cranny, the wind really affects you. And you want a little bit of wind on the water so the permit don't get spooky. Um, right. What really affected us was the clouds. Like, there was a thunderhead mm. about 20 miles to the north of us, and the reflection off the cloud top was impacting our ability to see. Yep, so I can see that. That was really the big thing is the water was clear, but the visibility, we ran up on about five bonefish. I mean, I'm on the bow as he's pulling. It's like, oh, there they are. I mean, you literally run right over them. Um, so, and then same thing with the permit. I've, he came right across the bow. By the time I saw him, it was too late to throw at him. But um, no, it was good. It was hot. Uh, you know, cool to hear a bunch of stories from an old St. Augustine guy. Who uh, you know lived with uh, Vaughn Cochran and Jimmy Buffett and all that crap back yeah. in the seventies? So he he was full of story. The stories were better than the fishing. How about that, that? That's fine. Yep. That's part. You know what? That's part of being a charter captain, bro. Entertainment. <laughs> it's all about entertainment. Oh, we, we oh, yeah, entertainment. oh and he was uh, he was definitely entertaining. That's that, but, that, uh, that, that's good. That's good. Well, I'm glad you had but, fun. Yeah, I was. You know, it was a bucket. And, and, and congratulations uh, to your wife for whooping you. <laughs> Uh, hey, help us all the time. <laughs> okay, buddy. Be good, Rick. All right, let's do a uh, Kirby Co. cooking tip of the week. Ooh, what and, we got, Kirk? And, and, yeah. And, and actually, Kirk and I talk, talked a lot about this um, a couple, three weeks ago. And it is about making your own stock. Mm-hmm. And, and, and again, you come to my house every Thursday. Dude, it's so great to be in that house <laughs> on Thursday nights. Yeah. And, you hungry? You go you home? Know, Kirk, whenever you're doing a crab boil, right? You know, you you've got all these ingredients in this crab boil, and and you know, I, I mean, it's it's uh, 
you're obviously eating the inside of the crab. Well, the outside of the crab, you, there's still a lot of meat and stuff like that to Absolutely. be boiled down. Absolutely. And 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 Carrie, we we had uh, I was so gracious. My next door neighbor, John Flinchball, gave me a, a bunch of crabs already cooked. Really? Yeah. And I was like, sweet. So you know, two, uh, night later we, and and again, blue crabs. You know how long it, it I had fourteen of them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what a pound of meat. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of picking. Yeah, it's a lot of picking, yeah. but. But Kerry boiled all that down and made a stock out of it, and it's you know you you can use it for 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 everything, um, you know for for making soups for you know making this um, chowders this winter chowders this winter seafood chowder I mean and she made a crab bisque Ooh. from that stock and, and 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 you know obviously she used the crab that we that we picked mm-hmm. it's amazing yeah amazing and you talked about you know even when you do a shrimp boil shrimp heads so yeah. you can save the shrimp heads. Put those in a pot and steam those down or boil them down. Put a little bit of Old Bay in there, and then you save the stock. I, you know, Tim Carney's wife Amy is uh, she's the one that kind of turned me on to it first, and and it's a, it's a great idea. You think about it. You know, if you ever want to just make a uh, you know shrimp seafood chowder shrimp, or, or a seafood chowder or a shrimp bisque or yeah. like you said crab bisque, mm-hmm. it, it's a great way to to render that stuff. Put it in the refrigerator and save it. Or freeze it even better. Yeah, she 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 freezes it. But the other thing that there's, you know, she'll call me on a charter sometime and say, "Hey, save the backbone." Yeah, if I, you know, if of you a got cobia, a, a, cut a, a, or, or a redfish yeah. or a sheep's head, yeah. or, or you know, and, and and then bring me the head, and, and uh, you know, so I'll just put everything in the ziploc bag after yeah. I finish cleaning it. And it, you know, how much fish is in the backbone? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, she, she'll sit there and pick all that out, and you know, and 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 make a you know. A, Fish stew, a fish stew out of it, and, and man, that's that's amazing. I threw two cobia in the water yesterday, and that was the first thing I was thinking when I was I was tired. Yep, and it was you know, and I was like, golly, and I was looking at all the meat on those two cobia carcasses. Yeah, you could cut that backbone out, and, just cut and, the backbone out, and yep. take it home and just boil it out. Oh, golly. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a little bit of work, yep. you know, but it's it's so worth it. Yeah, but well, anything, cut, cut a. Anything good is worth working for sometimes. Good point. Know? Cut a 15, 16-inch flounder, cut his head off, scale him. Yes. Split him down the middle. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There's whole your- prime hole. Kirby Co. Mm. Cooking tip of the week at Kirby Co. Builders is an industry leader and proven provider of framing drywall, interior, exterior finishing. They do it all, folks, if you want to. It's uh, KirbyCoCOBuilders.com. All right. Let's go talk to Hall of Famer, Lester. Oh, my gosh. About 10 o'clock? Yeah. About 5 to 10? Yeah. Glad you just woke up. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? Good morning. Uh, good morning, my friend. Did you fish yesterday? Uh, uh, heck no. Okay. No. No. I'm, uh, I was just talking to Marcia, and she's like, honey, I think in the future, I said, yeah, man, I said, there's going to be more beach tournaments. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just these guys are going to start to realize, man, you know, if you, if you ain't got a boat that goes 50, 50 miles, 60, 70 miles an hour and can go to 21 bottom, uh, you know, you're not going to be in the mud. You know, uh, Sheephead Tom and them had a 36-pounder since 11 won $1,000. And oh. had $1,000 worth of expenses, you know. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. You know what I mean? No, yeah. I do. Yeah, I, yep. I, I get oh, it. Yeah. I get it. You know, I mean – and that's a good fish on the beach, you know. Dad gum right. Yeah. I mean, dad gum it. Yeah. But uh, you know, it it, it hurts. When's uh, the last time you caught a fifty-seven on the beach? 
Yeah, really. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah, it was no. always for years and years and years. You're like, oh, you got to go to the beach to catch the big ones. Man, once these guys figured out, you know, the, all of that, that 21 bottom and Flagler bottom and Elton bottom and all that, and they can yep. go out there and catch blue runners, shoot. It. And hey, good for them for figuring it out. I mean, oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. I, I, if, if, if that's the rules, that's the rules. But absolutely. I, 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 I'm with you. I, I think that that's the biggest reason that we're seeing the success of the. You know, um, old school. Of obviously, I'm fishing King of the Beach uh, next week, which is August 10th, folks. You need to yeah. need to get in. I mean, for have you have you seen the prizes? Yeah, man. Have you seen the prizes in this thing? I mean, it, it, second place is a Ford truck. Yeah, it's a truck. A super duty. Super duty. Yeah, and I mean, first yeah. place is a front runner, 26. Yeah. By the way, completely rigged out. Simrad yeah. equipment. I mean, my Everything. gosh, yeah. for a three hundred. Yeah, it's ready to fish. Yeah, $1 million dollar boat ready to yeah, fish. Yeah, three hundred and fifty dollar entry, and 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 you're supporting a great cause. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah, I'm all I'm all about it. And the nice thing about uh, beach fishing, Lester, is I fished four days and hadn't fueled my boat up yet. That's right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, really. And I only got a sixty-eight gallon tank. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 Lester. So so last week here here it is. Last week I fished. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, fished four days. And then on Friday, I fished the juniors. Yes. Okay, with Brian Schmonale and his son Thompson. And so, we, you know, we ran south, was that 17 miles or uh-huh. whatever it is? And, and, and I came, when, I got, when I got done, I filled up my boat. How many gallons I burned? Four days of charter fishing and, and a kingfish tournament. Go ahead, Lester. How many gallons did I burn? Yeah. Uh, probably, what, 10 gallons? Ten gallons? Well, you can't even. You, you can't do diesel. Ain't five days of fishing, and you're talking. Oh, oh, five days! I misunderstood you. I thought yeah. you said one day. The junior anchor. No. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, Sixty gallons? Seventy gallons? Scotty? No, you already told me. Oh, I did. Yeah, I'd say twenty. Twenty-two gallons. That's close. Thirty. 30. Wow. 30, 30, thirty. Thirty gallons. Thirty gallons of fuel. Yep. That's that's remarkable. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. You know, it that just you know, you talk about your truck. Oh, my you, diesel truck. I mean, yeah. riding around the city, I'm getting 22 to like 24 miles to per gallon. You like the new truck compared to the uh, the last one? I had? get better gas mileage. Yeah. The other truck was nicer because huh. it had all the bells and whistles. This one's not as nice on the inside, but it gets okay. better huh. gas mileage. Yeah. yeah. I'll I, I, I tell you what, another, another pope to a, to a good thing for a sponsor, my father, uh, he comes in town once a month and we go to lunch. I, I said, Dad, I said, let me... He goes, let's go somewhere different. I said, let me take you to Angie's sub. He's like, oh, I don't. I said, Dad, just let me take you there. I said, let me order for you. I got him the log, log him in Peruvian. And, buddy, he said, wow. Uh-huh. He goes, man. He called me up that night. And he goes, he was telling him, Tracy, you know, his wife, he goes, T- tell me what that sub was called again. <laughs> Peruvian sauce, <laughs> said, yeah. Peruvian <laughs> He yeah. goes, man, he goes, the French fries. I said, what's the other? He goes, iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> the like, sweet tea. Yeah, man, that stuff's money. Yeah. yeah he, he's hooked on Angie's stuff, you know, that's for sure. <laughs> that's, that's good stuff. All right, buddy, we got to take a break. Good hearing right. from you. All right, guys. God yep. bless. Right. Yep. See you. See you. See you. All right, when we come back, we'll do a update on our weather and tides right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Randy Merriam Cadillac, formerly Todd Nolan Cadillac, located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTP. Same great folks, same great service. 
hadn't changed. If you're in the market for a Cadillac, it's only one place to go there. And if you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, go by and see them at Randy Marion Cadillac, and they'll find exactly what you want at the exact price. All right, now it's time for we need to do an updated weather brought to you by the Bearded Pig, which um, Kirk is so happy because it's going to start blowing southeast this afternoon. Can't which, wait. Which blows right into his house so yeah. he can smell windows barbecue are all day. Open, even in barbecue. Yeah. Windows, yeah. Are windows are open. Windows are open, honey. Gotta love it. Yeah. Gotta love it. <laughs> Just getting preempt for a little preempt game party there, Kate. Yeah. Uh, there you if, go. if you're if you're not on the water yet, you're thinking about going, well, west winds today, ten to fifteen, becoming south, southeast in, in the afternoon. And, and by the way, um, West winds at 15, it, it, once you get outside of about three or four miles, it's it's a little bumpy. No, that's four to five. Yeah. And you get out yeah. further than that, you get out 10, 12 miles, it's going to be it's gonna be skunky. Yeah. Um, and the, here's, here's the uh, kicker. Strong to isolated severe storms late this afternoon may contain damaging winds, gust, and, and frequent lightning strikes. So just, just be careful. Uh, tomorrow, southwest, 5 to 10, becoming southeast in the afternoon. Um, say, same thing about the thunderstorms are saying just just watch out for the west. Monday southwest winds five to ten. Tuesday northwest five Yeehaw. to ten. Yeehaw! Yes, I am with you. Yeah, that uh, that that Bring that should, should be uh, just uh, give us some some kind of relief from this heat. Uh, Wednesday north winds around five knots, becoming east ten to fifteen in the afternoon. So the good news is. Um, it looks like we're going to have some some onshore winds for the next five days in the afternoon to give us some type of a break from this heat. Yeah, you know, I, sure I know that you know people in Callahan are like, we don't feel no yeah. southeast yeah. reason. I, I get that, you know, but um, you know, closer closer to the ocean, um, just something. You well, know, we got in our truck this morning at five thirty. Yeah, I know. And it was eighty two degrees. Eighty two degrees. Yeah, I left the beach. In my truck. Is eighty at Jack's Beach, so it's 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 toasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's toasty. You got a tides report, Captain Kirk? Brought to you by Angie Subs right there at the corner of Penman and Beach Boulevard, the best sub shop at the beach to get their fresh bed baked at a bakery instead of that frozen stuff that they just throw in the Brand X sub shops. <laughs> so if you want a good sandwich, go to Angie's. Okay. But you have a high tide coming up at twelve o'clock today, and then you have another low tide at six o three this afternoon. Um, the peak tides, I think this morning I said four feet. I can tell you real quick here if I move my little finger here. Yeah, 4.0 is the max tide today at high. So, And this is a good time right now. If you're coming up in the next couple of hours from where we are now till about 1 o'clock, when you have that nice clear water moving up on the beach, mm-hmm. that's when you can usually get on a pretty decent beach bite. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, yep. And, and – uh one one big tip about that is we always talk about follow the tide. Yep, you know exactly. If, it, if it's big coming, fan of it up for beach fishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if if it's high tide, move in. You know, I mean those. You know, uh, nope. you know. A, again, it's it's a it's a four foot tide. So obviously, where it was thirty feet, it's going to be thirty four feet. You understand right. what I'm saying? So follow that tide in, uh, because a lot of times those. And and, and by the way, it's St. Augustine. And I'm not talking about just around the inland, uh, uh, north and south. I, I've never seen this much bait. It is, no, it is unbelievable. Incredible. So there, there's, there's no reason for the fish not to be on the beach no. because they've got everything in the world to eat. Right. You know, I mean, so again, on that, that incoming tide, follow that tide, and only you know the following tide do, do the same. They may be out in 47, 48 feet. And by the way, this week that's where the fish were, mm-hmm. which is I never fish out there. 
No, nope. I never go to fifty feet. No, because right. you get sharked up. Yeah, and 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 that's where that's where, that's the, where the fish were. That's where the fish were, yep. which doesn't make any sense to me at all uh-huh. because you got you know out, out in twenty two feet of water, you've got millions of of pogies. You know, you would think that those fish would be in there closer to that bait, but they've they've they've, they've been out deeper all and week. And it's great. You catch a bait right there, pretty much off of what used to be Fiddler's Green or yeah. or whatever off the North Cut, yeah. and you go straight east. You drop them out, yes. So your gas consumption is about three gallons. <laughs> it is nice. Nice to make a paycheck this time of year where it's not fuel related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because how much is a dozen shrimp now? Five dollars. Five dollars. Four four dollars. Sorry, four dollars. Muds are five. Okay, so I mean, if you get ten dozen shrimp, you're you're yeah. I, that's all I buy. I buy ten dozen shrimp now, and when we run out, we either go home or we throw it officials. Yeah. Or at least I'm not buying the second go around. I buy one go around. I buy one go around, and that's it. Yeah. Forty dollars a day in bait is all I spend. Hey, Kirk, you're, you 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 buy like three baits. I don't I don't buy any shrimp right now. No, I mean when you're when you're inshore fishing though, you're you're, you're buying crabs, you're buying shrimp, oh, you're buying yeah. Mudbinas, yeah. I mean, I'll buy crabs, Ugh. blue crabs. I'll buy. And they're two dollars a piece. Yeah, they can be. And then you, you know, mud minnows, shrimp. I mean, what you know, mm. you got to have a fiddler crabs sometimes. I know, and that is the best thing about this time of year that. It just is. go throw, drop the net, or drop no bait costs. Yeah, well, we're being bait costs. <laughs> well, I always talk to Rusty about it. Well, you know, it's it's cheap for us to go in right now because all we're doing is buying ice. Yes, That's it. I pull, I pull in. Maybe I get some fishing line, or I bought some some you know seven strand from him a, a, a couple of weeks ago. But I'm not spending a lot of money at the yeah. bait shop right I, I, now. I'll, I'll tell you, Carrie bought me a Father's Day present, a gift card to to. No, she bought me an ice machine. Oh, yes, nice. Okay. It, it it goes on the counter, all right, and, and and so I don't I don't pay for ice anymore. We just leave it on there, and she's she's doing one gallon bags mm-hmm. of ice. It's unbelievable. You don't go see your buddy in the morning anymore. Uh uh-uh. uh Well, I, I mean, because it, how much are you spending on ice a day? I mean, uh, seriously. Yeah, true. You know, I mean, you know, ten to fifteen dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To not have to. That adds up. I mean, you, on a hundred trips, you know, when you're not having to buy your own ice, it, it was. Yeah. This thing's awesome. Yeah. Well, it's so cool. I have a 700 pound ice maker at the house, crushed ice, and I lease it, and it's 150 dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's smart. No, I, 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 and but then we you, have, you carry way more ice than I do. I carry a bunch of, but ice. you you kill fish. You know, yeah. I mean, no, no, I mean, no, no. I, I, mean I, I kill. I mean, I kill. I put it two five gallon buckets in the drink cooler in the morning, and then. I probably put four buckets in the fish box. Hundred pounds of ice. Then I pull hundred pounds of ice. Yeah, I usually put about anywhere from uh, seventy to hundred pounds of ice in the boat. That's a lot of ice. And you think it's it's five dollars for fish sixteen? To be cold. Yeah. I don't. I don't really kill any fish. I know you don't kill fish. I'm anal no. about that. If I'm going to kill no. fish, I they want them be to cold. be yeah. ice cold. I mean, really, the only thing that we could keep right now, what we with what we do is kingfish. Yeah, kingfish, Spanish mackerel. And if you pop out, I mean, you the other might day, catch Kobe. I mean, you know, I, yeah, Kobe. I, 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 and then the other I day we one had or some two sea bass, and 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 you know, and you know, that's about it. All right, real real quick, let's go talk to Johnny. He has a cast net question. Morning, John. Good morning. What's happening? Okay, I'm doing okay. Um, are you guys doing okay this morning? Yeah, absolutely, it's been a beautiful morning. Yeah, we're 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 in AC. We're in AC for the day. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. You got it figured out. Hey, listen, guys, I just wanted to ask you, I was looking to get a cast net just to get some bait for fishing around this area. Yep. What's better, the six foot or the eight foot to get? Right, what, you, are you throwing on mullet? 
or you are you kind of maybe sometimes pogies and mullet? What's yes? Okay, yeah, so, probably both. Maybe a little shrimp. So I, I, I we got you covered on this one. This is an easy. easy. This is easy. I would go with an eight foot high tider by Betts, the best net okay. ever. Okay, by Betts. By Betts. B e t t s. Okay. Three eighths okay. mesh. Three eighths mesh. Eight footer. And it's going to be around eighty bucks. I mean, it's not. It is not an expensive yep. net, but it's not going to break your budget. It's, yep. and, and it's light. It's it's the best net. Just trust us. Yes. It, it, uh, okay. Everybody thinks you got to throw a pogey net with right. an inch and a half mesh. No, you don't. No, no. Okay. I, I mean, I, I even changed Captain Scott Shanks' mind several years ago, and yep. he's like, "Why didn't you tell me about this?" I have. I, I, I've literally sold hundreds of these nets. You have. You know, hundred percent. Yeah, I have. I mean, because it's it's the best. No, we throw the nine footer, but for pogies. But I okay. have I have I, throw two, the eight. I have two eight footers that I use for shrimping, for throwing on mullet and, and stuff like that. And and by the way, I also have a six footer uh, for during the mullet run. Yep. You know. Yep. Uh, yep. So so yeah, they're I, great nets. They're, yes. they're, yeah, they're they're fantastic nets. Yep. You don't okay, need a big awesome. net. Everybody thinks heavy. Heavy is not what you need no. if you're pogey fit. You know. Right. For pogey nets. Agreed. You know. Right. That's what Kevin changed my mind, man. I used to throw like a 38-pound pogey net all day long. And, I mean, you know, on the days that they're so scattered, oh, it was just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's great, guys. I appreciate yep. that. It's okay. Back. Yep. Okay, I got it. I yep. got it. All right, buddy. Thank you. Thank yep. you so much. Absolutely. Have a great, great weekend. Yep. Yep. You too. Yep. Yeah, we had a little we had a little get-together um, at, at Tony's house yep. with the Great Day Charters a couple Wednesdays ago. Right. And it was other charter captains and, and – um, our good buddy Woody, uh, and and I've seen Woody kind of struggle catching bait, mm-hmm. and 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 whenever we you know whenever you're sitting around being able to talk to somebody, I said, "Dude, I'm gonna change your life." He's like, "What are you talking about?" I said, "You can't. You got to get rid of that net." I said, I, "I've watched you throw it, and 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 I said you've seen me come in there. Look, I'm I am I'm average at, at best at throwing a net. Yeah, but the net makes me look so good. I it's mean, so easy to throw. It's so easy to throw. And and he's like, really? And I said. He's like, no, no, you need a heavy net. And I'm like, Woody, no, no, you don't. You don't. Because if you think about it, when the leads, if you're in 20 feet of water, the lead's coming together. In, yeah. you know, on the high tider, the more it goes down, the more it spreads out. Right. You know, I mean, it's. Hollywood's it's, just as bad. He said he can't I, I, throw an eight footer. You should see it was hysterical. It's like watching yeah. Chip throw a net. Yeah. When he, when, when, whenever Hollywood <laughs> fished with me, and yeah. it was like, you can't open up an eight footer. Hell no. Give me that 10. I'll show you how to open a net. I said, dude, why? And, and, and by the way, he struggles throwing that net on his boat. He could, he's got a, a 31 contender. He gets up on top and straddles the, it back. straddles the, the trolling motor to throw this giant net. And I, and I fished with him and I'm like, man, I, and I, I told him, I said, you know, you won't listen. If, do if, what if, you want to do. Right. Do what you want to do. Be stubborn. Yeah. But. I'm just, you know, again, they don't pay us a damn thing. Nope. I mean, I've never gotten a free net or nothing. Nope. But they are, they are the best nets. Yeah, uh, I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I mean, I think they they, they make another one's called an old salt or something old, like yeah. that. Yeah, salt, old yeah. salt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the high tider by bets um, is 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 absolutely. I found them on sale. I got four brand new ones in my cupboard. If anything ever happens, yeah, and you need one in a jam. I got yeah, four yeah. Of them I, in a box I, I took I took two of my nine footers to in neighbor case Joe. of an apocalypse. <laughs> That's I've right. Got, I've I got, got four, my cast. I got four hot We're gonna catch squirrels. Chickens for nets. Chickens. When the apocalypse yeah. comes. <laughs>
<laughs> We're going to eat good, kids. Chickens and squirrels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and 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 by the way, uh, we we've all got our little uh, our, our little honey hole of, of of reels and stuff that we've kept uh-huh. over the years too. You know what I mean? So we got. We got fishing equipment and we got cast nets, Chris. We're, we're oh yeah, grandkids yeah. are set. That's yeah, it. yeah, that's it. Forget them cans of beefaroni. We got cast yeah. nets. Yeah. We don't need bullets. We, yeah. we just need a cast. You net. don't need no bullets. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget. That. Oh gosh, yeah, that'll that'll be for another day. So yep. schedule this week, Captain Kirk. You, you, light, very light. Yeah, mine yes. too. Mine very light. I, too. I've had I've had a very heavy heavy schedule. Um, I think I got two or three days that for for the last three weeks. And um, so light, light next week, and then we have the uh, King of the Beach, yep. August tenth. Looking, oh. looking forward to that. Me and Mr. James Schulte, and I think Carrie's going to fish with us. She needs because the lady anglers worth like five grand. I know, big oh, time. Nice. Yeah, this tournament's going to be great. Make sure you uh, you, you you check out the tournament, uh, King of the Beach. It's it's, it's going to be fun. As usual, folks, the Nimnik Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooters. Also brought to you by some other fine sponsors. I love this song, Chris. Angie Subs, Atlantic Coast Marine, CH <laughs> Marine Construction, Coastal Equipment, Consignment Boat Sales. Hey, they got a really nice 24 Sea Fox at Consignment Boat Sales. They for sure sale. do. Yeah. It's pretty blue. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. Hagen Coastal Outfitters, LV Hires Inc., Ring Power, Standard Feed and Seed, Strike Zone, Thick Pen, Valentino Custom Boats, Whalen Bay Marine, Randy Marion Cadillac, Kirby Co. Builders, Shimano, Wild West Guns and Gold. For Captain Kirk Waltz, Captain Scott Shake, my good buddy Chris Wayne, I'm Captain Kevin Favor. Remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. See ya! See ya! See ya.